Hi, it's Sylvia Jeffries from Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 and 3 from Hell. If you watch Horror Returns, you can't watch Horror Returns. You can't watch Horror Returns. It's a podcast. So motherfucking listen to Horror Returns. Got it? Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, everybody, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, got my co-host here, Brian. We got Philip in the house. Uh, tonight, we got we got a treat. It's uh, it's our honorary, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh host, whatever. <laughs> Pedro, you were there from, from the very beginning, man. We were just reminisc- all reminiscing about old times. Oh, Pedro man. Nunes on the show. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm happy to be back. I'm always happy to be here. I haven't been here since, uh, I believe, the tournament, the, the March Madness tournament. Those are good. Oh, Those are right. always fun. That's always a thrill, you know? And and this and this past year, I was able to host it. I, I didn't have a, you know, That's right. a horse in the race. Right. It was more me hosting it, so that was pretty fun. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm always happy to be here and, and, and talk uh, movies with you guys. Uh, last time I was on here, uh, well, many years ago, was for Insidious Four, which we completely buried the fuck oh, out of that God. movie. <laughs> that uh, and then, so now I'm happy to be back for or five, <laughs> the Red Door, as they call it. I guess you're going to be our Insidious guy, huh? Because it looks like <laughs> they left the door open at the end of this one. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, Brian, what's going on, man? You guys getting hopefully cooler weather there than we are. Uh, it's uh, pretty sunny today, so rain yeah. stopped, but uh, never know. It's been kind of a shitty summer so far up here. Not a, not as sunny. Temperature has been good, but the sun's just not been there. Yeah, well, a lot of the northern hemisphere is, is on fucking fire right now. Not just not just literally, but hot as fuck. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Any of us that have to work outside or work in attics and shit like that, we're we're not loving it. And even the even us that have to that have indoor jobs, man, you got to still get outside, and mow the yard, and stuff like that. So it's uh yeah, that's why I'm in fun. the truck right now because it's like yeah, because it's air conditioned and your house is power out. The, the power went out for like 20 <laughs> minutes and it was like 80 <laughs> degrees in there. I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, bad timing, man. Hopefully you'll get, get the power back up soon. Yeah, I'm watching them work on the lines out here while I'm sitting in the truck, so okay. <laughs> I'll see it All when right. it comes on. Well, uh, Pedro, you know how it works, man. You've been here. Uh, well, before we get into Cool of the Week, what what have you been up to lately, Pedro? Get us get us caught up, man. Bring us up to speed. Oh, nothing, man. Just uh, it, it's here in L.A., I mean, we haven't had a heat wave yet or anything like that. Uh, it's been in the 70s. You know, today was 82. Two, so today, you know, Not we're kind of we're kind of bitching a little bit, but you know, 
it sounds like very privileged bitching compared to the rest of the country because uh 82 ain't shit especially people that live in texas um but uh but no i've just been uh just hanging out uh i've been watching a lot of dodger games you know we were in the slums there for a minute but we seem to be picking it back up right before the all-star break right um and, and so just been watching movies catching up on stuff so that's that's that you know that that would be what, what my cool of the week is going to be about just kind of the movies that i've been catching up on well, well bring bring us up to speed man what what's what's worth watching what's not worth watching what's good that's out there how so, was your how was your week so i i i started watching <laughs> i'm one of those man i'm a completist i, yeah. I, I, I started oh, no. watching so that, walking, that walking dead uh dead city Right. <laughs> oh, so you have you guys been watching it or? Hold on, let me right. let me tie this up. <laughs> Give me that needle. <laughs> the Walking oh, Dead is Lance's oh, drug of choice. Lance, you, 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 so you did hop back on board. I I fucking did. I saw that. He first. he he never jumped off. <laughs> Talk about chasing the dragon, Jesus Christ! He, he's gonna quit tomorrow, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, when Maggie, yeah, Pedro. When Maggie walked into that fucking bar, that's like fully open, neon lights, everything. Like, there's never been a zombie apocalypse. No, it, it's weird because bar. It, it's, it's so weird because there's so much shit in that first episode where it it really fucks with the timeline of the show. Like, all of a sudden, Negan is this wanted man. Like, like he's sure, been on the run sure. for 25 years, <laughs> yes. and it's like they they even have the wanted side, the want the wanted yes. poster. With picture, you know what I'm saying? Like, how does that even happen in this world? Sure. It, it reminds me of Friday the 13th Part Five. Remember when they had that picture of Jason? The, 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 the paramedic had a picture of Jason Voorhees in his wallet. That's how he got mot- That's how he found the motivation to be Jason. But then it's like, when the fuck did anybody take a picture of Jason? So, so the thing is. <laughs> And if they did, how were they alive to fucking develop it? You know what I'm saying? Sure. But the, sure. the thing is, same thing with Negan. Like they had this fucking wanted dead or alive poster. <laughs> All we were missing was Bon Jovi in the background and shit, fucking singing that song. And <laughs> and, and they had a perfect picture of Negan, like just yes. fucking posing. And so, no, that fucking first episode really threw me off. There's this whole backstory that all of a sudden we're supposed to accept. There was right. this there, there's this crazy Russian. That evidently sure. was was a complete cycle back in the what, what was the name the 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 saviors right the saviors uh, when they first started to uh, develop or whatever yeah um, yeah so, so all this shit is right. weird to me but I hang I hung with it and yeah. now I'm I'm probably about a couple episodes behind now because I just I don't know I couldn't stay with it man I mean it was just it it was starting to delve back into the same shit you know what I'm saying so. So um, maybe maybe I don't know. You guys tell me. Does it is it something different or is it the same shit? Lance, I, I, I haven't gotten past episode one. <laughs> um, I did. Hey, I did watch the Joe Bob Briggs version though. So at least we got some good trivia in in between scenes. From yeah, Joe and, Bob, but and then yeah, dude, it's it's a lot to it's a lot to stomach, dude. And then you get that crazy. I don't know. Is he supposed to be like the sheriff or like a? A Wild West lawman or something like that. That's but he, right. He that's runs right. that part of Manhattan somehow. <laughs> yes, yes. Like nothing, none of this shit makes sense. Um, and he even has that very stereotypical sheriff outfit, right? Yeah, that black absolutely. overcoat with the like. Why? Why would you do that? Um, and then I saw the Daryl Dixon. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw the Daryl Dixon trailer. Oh no! And, and there's a voiceover there where he's like. 
oh, well, I'm lost and I kind of ended up here. No, if you fucking somehow ended up lost and went to the other side of the world, like they better fucking <laughs> explain that shit. He just cannot all of a sudden be in Europe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I have a feeling that's where they're going to start us off. Like, what the fuck? Oh, no. You know? And I he went happened- and showed up at the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> do you, uh, Pedro? Do you think maybe they're having us on? You, you think this might be like becoming a parody, like it, self-aware parody at this point? It could be. It could be. I don't know. At this oh my point. god! <laughs> maybe, that would be maybe, genius. They should do that. Maybe they'll have Tyrese Gibson just wonder if they're all superheroes. That's why they right? never get killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been I've been doing that. Um. I've been catching. I've been trying to catch a lot of the horror flicks that that have been coming out in the theater. Oh yeah, just so, there's, just, there's a lot. Yeah, just so you know, I like to support them, and plus I got that whole uh, AMC gimmick, you know, that you mm-hmm. need to use from time to time. So I saw the Blackening. I thought that was a very fun movie. You okay. know, I I thought uh, it, it it really it really kind of skirted the line between parody and you know being non PC. I thought it did a pretty good job. Did any of you guys catch that movie? Yeah, we we uh, caught we it. Did. Yeah, and you guys didn't like ago. it. I could see from Lance. Uh... <laughs> you, you can I, give it a listen, man. Personally, I, 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 I like the comedy. I just, I thought they fell flat on the horror aspect of it. Oh yeah, they just, yeah, they just didn't, bal- they didn't balance it out right. Yeah, it was definitely more of a comedy. Well, they had a great intro, man. I thought, oh, this is going to be creepy. This is going to be spooky. The whole thing. There's going to be a lot of great on-screen kills. And then we got like none of that, so that that's what took me out of it. Yeah. Then I saw this movie. Um, it's called Bury the Bride. It's on Tubi. I've heard of I've heard of this one. Yeah. yeah and, this. and it was it was surprisingly very well done. I mean, it was you could tell it was very low budget, but it had a lot of heart in it, and that's what I look for sometimes. It's just like whenever I see that there's very low budget, it's like, well, let's see if the filmmaker has a passion, right, to tell me this story. And sometimes that's that that compensates for the lack of money, and I think this movie did that. I think first of all, I didn't know much about it, so I just I mm-hmm. had heard through the you know through the grapevine that it was decent, so I I I, I you know I I checked it out, and it does have that like a twist in the in the middle. It was a twist for me because like I said, I knew nothing about it, yeah, um, which I thought it was pretty cool. It's uh, let's just say it's a very from dusk till dawnish kind of kind of twist there in the middle, or maybe a little bit okay. before the middle. All right. And then it and then it becomes kind of like this female empowerment kind of movie, which I feel was done right. It wasn't pandering or you know it wasn't anything like that. So um, so so I, I enjoyed it. So if people want to have to they want to check something out that they haven't seen or checking out for a horror movie, definitely check out Bury the Bride. It's on Tubi, so it's free. Bury the Bride, okay. Yes. Then I saw this uh the the Stan Lee documentary that just dropped on uh yes on I saw Plus. that okay. I don't know. I thought it was it was very vanilla. You know, I thought oh, it was. No. It, I, I mean, it, that's what it's gonna be, right? Because it's Disney Plus, and sure. Stanley is a brand, so they're trying to protect their brand. So it's never gonna get a look. It's never gonna get right. controversial. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was way too vanilla. It, it was very, you know, it, it was like very fluffy, and and so I was like, okay, it was a good time waster. But literally, there was nothing there that I didn't already know. It was literally, I created this, then I created that, then I created that, and so on and so forth. Paid by, num- uh, by numbers. Yeah. Didn't his family not like it? Or no, like I think it was... the way it came uh, out or something? Well, I think it was uh, the the other creators. I'm not a comic book nerd, so I don't know. I know okay. there's the other two famous guys. Um, uh, D- that- Ditka. Um, 
Ditko, isn't he a football Sick. guy? No, I thought it was Ditko. Mike Ditko. Ditko, there you go. <laughs> Thinking of Mike Ditko. Yeah, Mike Ditko hated it. Yeah, Mike Ditko hated it because they didn't have any football in it. Right. <laughs> he watched um, it and he was like, they didn't talk about the Bears not one time. Oh, yeah. the Bears. <laughs> the Bears. So, uh, the, oh, so, yeah, so anyways, it was okay. I mean, it was a good little background noise kind of, but for anybody that wants to learn anything new about Stanley, you're probably not going to, you're probably not going to get anything new out of it. Right. It was like um, a Stanley history lesson, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, I'm okay with the, that. Above the surface stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I also caught the, the, the Japanese cube. Did you guys check that one out? That sounds right. cool. I, I, know, I did not it. like it. Okay. I started it and I stopped after like 20 minutes. I was like, this is just a shot for shot remake, right? I mean, it wasn't because one of the things that I didn't like is that they had flashbacks in this one. Like they're trying to okay. give you context of of a lot of the characters and, and their motivations through flashbacks. So they took you out of the cube for this one, you know, and there was a lot of that. Um, and, and of course, like any, any film with subtitles, you have to be in a certain mindset to watch these films because yeah. it, re- it requires more of an investment. Um, so that, that's a challenge, but I thought it was decent. It's no, it's, I mean, no, nothing's going to beat the original. The original is a classic, not even the sequels beat the original. It's from the same people. Um, but as a, again, as a, as a filler, it was good. I, it was decent, you know? Um, but it, it is different, you know, it's, de- it's definitely different. Um, and and I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So um, that was my cool of the week. You know, just right. kind of catching put, up on stuff. I'm putting down Walking Dead, uh, Dead City is your is your primary cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna finish it. Okay, here I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna. Be oh one of those, wow! Fuck you, fuck, okay. fuck you. I'm done. But the thing is that I and that's the, I need to binge that show because. Right. Like doing right. the whole week to week shit, it, it, it's it just so, becomes like it's the same thing. So I think if I if I see it all in one big bunch, it's it, it, you know it, it's I'll be able to enjoy it more, you know. So I'm just waiting. For, I'm just waiting for it to end. Okay. I'm all in at this point with that fucking show, man. I mean, what do you want me to say? Well, keep keep, <laughs> keep us tuned, man. We'll have to invite you back in a in a few. It's weeks something that I've had to come to terms with. Yourself. How about that? I mean, it, sounds it is good. What, it is what it is. I'm worried. I'm waiting for Daryl Dixon. Which is like the most unoriginal name ever for a show, but it's called Daryl Dixon. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jesus it's, Christ! It's about the same as uh, the one after it, uh, Rick and Michonne. Unbelievable. Yeah, maybe they're parroting us, guys. They might be pulling us in for something funny at the no, end. I, here. I hope they do because uh, that's about the only way they're going to get me back. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you have Damon Wayans show up at, in the. In yeah, the let's next see if the Wayne finale. brothers are credited as producers because if they are, then yes, they are being we are being parodied. <laughs> so, what do you guys got for cool of the week? Uh, man, uh, I'll jump in because I got okay. nothing. It's uh, a succession <laughs> again. Okay, yeah, succession. I'm. I, yeah, well, I'm trying to get through to the end of it, and at this point, I feel like I'm kind of trudging. Oh no! Like, it's too bad. <laughs> Like man, they could have like done this whole thing in a season or two. Sure. And I'm on season four, so. <laughs> Wait, what? What is this? What, what? What are you trying to watch? Succession. Okay. Yeah, that's or definitely not. However you say it. Yeah, that's the that's the opposite of binge watching. That's very difficult to binge watch. Just you know, you need yeah. to really go episode by episode. Um, and and it is very repetitious. You're right, and there are, there there's a lot of things that could be settled in way lesser time than they've been doing it but uh 
But I think I think the charm of that show is just the co- the comedy. I think it's it's very interesting, and and yeah. just the interaction with the characters, you know. And and I think that's what people. That's why Succession is a hard sell because the plot itself is very. It's a very basic plot, right? But it's yeah. the interaction with the characters. That's where the money's at with this show. And in order to, for you people to see that, they have to give it a shot. And so that's the hard part of getting people invested in that show. It's it's still a great show, and I've had so many people that recommended it to me. And uh, but I was trying to binge through it, and man, like it was a lot. It's a lot to <laughs> absorb. Yeah, <laughs> but I can see watching it week to week how awesome that might be. It's a a little Game of Thrones ish, but like in now times. Yeah, basically. for Makes sure. Sense. Right, that man. You want me to go next? Yeah, you there? Yeah. I'll go next if you want me to. Um, I I have not really watched anything new. Um, I kind of went down this rabbit hole of 80s and 90s action movies. It's always a good good one to go. Throw a couple names out there, man. It's always good to reminisce (laughs) on these. Well, of course, course I started with some Van Damme, some Bloodsport. (laughs) Of course. Great movie. One of the best movies ever made. Went into some Stallone, Cobra. Oh, my God. And then I told myself, let's, let's go a little bit deeper into the action genre and busted out some some Cynthia Rothrock. Oh, man, that's uh, going deeper Don, there. Don the Dragon Wilson. <laughs> Damn, man. And uh, after we record, I'm going to I'm going to watch uh, TC 2000 starring Billy, Billy Blanks. Blanks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. TC 2000. What is this, yeah. guys? I've never heard of this. Was that the only movie he was in? Was he in something else? No, no, oh, he made he a was, bunch of them. Yeah, and if you go deep in, he he made a lot of movies in the eighties and nineties, a lot of action movies. Yeah, because okay. we were watching a movie, and I asked my wife, oh, "Is that Billy Blank?" She's it, like, "No, it's not." Shut up. It <laughs> most likely probably was Billy yeah. Blank. <laughs> yeah, then he then he he quote unquote invented Ty Bow or whatever, and he never sure, had to make sure. a movie in his life again. Yeah. Because that made him a gazillionaire. Yeah, yeah man. I hope it right. did. Good for him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've just been kind of just deep diving into a lot of... Even... Um, I even watched it. It's not a good movie by no mm-hmm. means, but I remember seeing it at the video store. And it was... Uh, starred Cynthia Roth. Well, it didn't... She was co-starring, but it starred Corey Haim called The, oh, the Getaway. Oh yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember that. that I do. I, I just I've never seen it, but I always remember seeing the cover at the video store. Yes. And um, disappointingly, she's not in it enough. So because <laughs> right. Cynthia Cynthia's badass, and, and he and he's in it too much, I imagine, right? Oh, he's a star. <laughs> he he's not yeah. bad. It's just a generic. Me and my father are bank robbers and Cynthia is part of the group and then the group breaks up and then we get double crossed and then okay. the it's, it's yeah it's not it's not a story you haven't heard before or seen like, before sounds like the stand the stand the, the way the Stanley uh documentary was being described by Pedro <laughs> purely paint by numbers you got the guy and he's got a father that's in the business and they get Cynthia Rothrock and it ends up going here and then they get double crossed <laughs> And it creates like a perfect circle that we've yeah. seen a million times. Yeah, mostly it's just been 80s and 90s action. But I, actually, I'm looking through my Instagram. I, I did finish um, a movie called uh, Burial. Okay. Is that a new where, one? 
It's new-ish. I think it came out maybe last year. Is that the one where they're trying to hold on to Hitler's body? Yeah. <laughs> fucking Come on. Bored. I saw that. I I saw I've that. seen that, and I definitely have not. <laughs> I just, I just got to the point in the movie. It's just like fucking. Who cares about his body? Get rid of it. Leave no, it alone. No, Save no, your no. life. Yeah, but then we but, would never know if he really died. So we have to. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I saw it. I saw what's it. going on? No, it, they just got his body, and they're trying to transport it. Like like Pedro said, to prove oh. that he died, and they're oh, I gotcha. Protecting it while they transport it with their lives, and yeah, but quote well, unquote, the drama is that there's other people that are trying to take the body. Yeah. So that they have to protect it from uh now is there like a supernatural element or is it just other people, right? I want to take it or are they like I don't know, I confuse all these fucking movies, man. I watch so many I movies. I think I blacked out. I don't know. I don't know if the people movie, that are I, trying I to take it, the, the yeah. bodies are they I think they're wolves or there's some some kind of like hybrid no, animems. I think they they no, or they're just or they're they just really mean they, people. I don't know. <laughs> they dress, they dress like wolves, and I, I guess they they have some kind of. I can't I can't forget. I, I forgot what it was, but it's something that affects your mind to make you think that they are wolves or something. Some kind of. <laughs> okay, you, you guys, you guys are, are kind of selling me now at this point. <laughs> Did it, you know there's a conspiracy theory that Hitler didn't die and went to Brazil? Yes. yes. Argentina or Brazil? Take that. your pick. Which may or may not be true. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of them did. That's the thing. A lot of them did. Yeah. So, you know. There's some, like, straight-up German Nazi communities in Brazil. Um, guys, I'm, I'm having trouble here. There's a lot of movies out there called The Burial. Is, it yes. lo- is, is Jamie Foxx in? It sounded super Jamie generic. Fox. No, no, Jamie yeah. Foxx is not okay. in this movie. This um, movie would have been cool the week if Jamie Foxx was the huh. star of Burial. I- Ah, here we go. A small transporting the body of Hitler. A small group of <laughs> Russian soldiers have the task of taking Hitler's remains back to Stalin. They're okay. I found it. All right. Yeah, yeah and it's uh, streaming on AMC Plus as well as Hulu. So yeah. there you go. All right. There you go. You can it's watch it if you want Fox. to. Okay. But yeah, I'll go with '80s <laughs> and '90s action movies. Just, right. just kind of taking a deep dive, watching a lot of stuff I haven't. Some of the stuff I, I probably haven't seen since I was like maybe like 11, 12 years old, and sure. I was like really getting into action movies and horror movies. Did you uh, did you rewatch the Last Dragon, or did you just put the uh, the poster? In the- I was just posting old posters and trailers. Uh, I'm probably there's a steel book coming out, and you know I'm a physical oh, yeah. media, so I'll probably <laughs> be picking that up and rewatching it then. Cult classic, man. We, we all we all should be physical media collectors because after what they did to the French Connection, uh huh. Shit, try buying that one now and see how and see you'll be surprised how much yeah. that movie goes for now. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they it gets labeled as out of print, uh huh. You're done. Yeah, go look at it on eBay and see those ridiculous prices. <laughs> but but there was also a huge edit on the French Connection for digital streaming. And huh. then that a lot of people wanted to get the original because you know you want to see the whole movie, mm-hmm. and then it, it, all, all these people that are selling all these copies of the, of of the original DVD release they hiked up the prices because there was huge demand for them. So you know you start to see how that works out. That's why I have a huge library of like physical media still because uh, mm-hmm. you know 
when 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 Big Brother shuts everything down, I'm I'm still gonna have my copies. <laughs> shit. It makes He's sense, wrong, dude. dude. They're already no, editing not, out like stuff from digital <laughs> copies of books and right. things. It's only a matter of time before they really start hammering down on movies. Oh, that's makes, way too expensive. Makes we can't sense. let that out. No, I got yeah. I got you, man. I, I totally yeah. get it. <clears throat> when our, our power was out for a week and I had to I had to go through Thank God I had a, an, an Xbox or our uh, not our power, but our Wi-Fi was down. Thank God I had an Xbox and, and a bunch of DVDs, man. Or I would have I would have been shit out of luck. <laughs> so uh all right uh cool of the week i guess oh i i guess i still gotta do mine um i got a wild hair and uh i was doing doing some drinking the other night and i thought it'd be fun to watch a drinking movie so i checked out the world's end okay the, uh, yeah the edgar wright uh final part of the cornetto trilogy yeah yeah and yeah it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's probably my least favorite of the three, but I did go back. I'm, I'm kind of doing the trilogy backwards now, so I went back and checked out Hot Fuzz last night. Classic. That's that's mm-hmm. good. That's gonna be my cool of the week. I, I I think I might actually like that more than Shaun of the Dead. Believe it or not. Okay, that's a, I, that's a bold statement, but it's I hear you. Dude, the comedy starts really early. It's really fucking funny. It never ends. You're always guessing on what's going on. You you kind of think you you know you you kind of think you know what's going on in this village, but you really don't. They throw a lot of red herrings out there. It's just it's a good story, but like really comedy was just spot on for me. So I had a lot of fun with that one. So that's that's going to be the cool of the week. And, well, and Quentin Tarantino does a commentary track for that movie with Edgar Wright. I gotta check that out. Is that oh? But you get it the physical media. <laughs> yeah, come on, right. man! Jeez. <laughs> All right, I gotta go out and buy hey, that. My man. power back's on. My my power's back on. I'm gonna jump back in in just a minute, guys. Nice. All right, okay. cool. So are we, we can, all, uh, So are we all in agreement that Edgar Wright is hitting 100 percent? Or because um, because we got oh. Shaun of the Dead, we got Hot yeah. Fuzz, we got Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. We got The World's End. We got Baby Driver, and we have Last Night in Soho. Didn't care as much uh, for last sentence. So I, to be honest, I was entertained by every movie. Okay, so let's go ninety-eight percent because uh, yeah. Lance over there's being the stickler for. Nah, last, I mean I liked time. it. I just didn't love it. You know, I okay. I, I was disappointed. Let's put it that way. Okay, I expected a little bit more, but um, yeah, no, it's a it's a good, but definitely a good. He's director. a good filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, for no sure. No doubt, no doubt. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess Philip will be right back. But in the meantime, uh, Brian, do we have any horror headlines tonight? Well, I was not prepared. I thought we were cutting this out because we had a. That's all right. Coming on. We can we can move on uh, what, unless or, you can find a quick story to talk about. Yeah, just go to, uh, go to go to the Joe website and, and and we'll go through their headlines. <laughs> okay. Bigfoot sighting. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> What am I? Uh, let's see. The Exorcist comes out in October. I don't care about that fucking God movie. Forbid. Man, if they say Satan dies tonight, Satan dies tonight. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that is going to be Lance's top five. I, after, after, what, after what David Gordon Green did to the Halloween franchise, no I, I don't. <laughs> I don't trust this man as far as I could throw him. I'll tell you this: you know, I just can't. I just can't. Uh, is, is anybody interested in the Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted Mansion? Yes, I am. Because uh, I guess they're already <laughs> uh, talking about possible sequels. Already? Jeez. Yeah. Why the fuck would 
they do that? It's got a hell of a good cast, though. That's that's the thing is about Eddie, that. Is Eddie Murphy going to show up in this one? Maybe in a cameo, you think? And and like apologize for the first one? <laughs> I, I think he's past all that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, set pictures of Beetlejuice two. Uh, from my that. accounts, uh, confirming Jenna Ortega is in the movie. Okay. So. As well as she nice. should be. Yeah. Looks like uh, she's uh, getting married or somebody's getting married. And um, uh, it looks like she's in some kind of wedding gown. Possibly. Oh, Be- Beetlejuice trying to marry her now. Like you did the no, other, uh, the other Actually, they could. They <laughs> well, Monica Bellucci is also in it. So. Yeah, Monica okay. Bellucci's. Uh, that's going to be a treat for all of us uh, older gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's or the us. younger kids, too. I mean. Why not? Yeah. Gina Monica Brady, Bellucci should be for ageless. everybody. Yes, she's ageless. Yep, kind of like Salma Hayek, right? Yep. Uh, oh, Pedro, what? Let me real quick uh, question. Okay, uh, top scream queen today. Would you say it's Jenna Ortega or Mia Goth? Uh, I'm biased towards Mia Goth. I mean, okay. Yes, in every way, shape, or form. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm more of a Jenna Ortega on this side. So, Brian, you want to be the tiebreaker? I. I'm kind of in the middle. I, I like Jenna Ortega <laughs> more, but I feel like Mia Goth has done better movies. Yes. See that? So I might I might have to lean a little bit towards Mia Goth as far as quality of movies. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Understand. I mean, her acting chops, had, she's had more to work with. Sure. You know? yeah, plus, plus she's writing, right? Yeah, because I feel like Jenna Ortega's going <laughs> down that path of like typecasting a little bit, okay. you know, which which tends to that. hurt the actors, mm-hmm. um, especially someone as young as her, because she's still got to go through that phase. And I'm calling her right now because I've seen it time and time again. She, give it give it about five to ten years, and she's gonna go through that phase where she doesn't want to talk about any of this shit. She she's, <laughs> not gonna wanna, no. she's not gonna want to talk about Scream. Come she's not on. gonna want to talk about Beetlejuice, about Wednesday, about none of that. Because she's trying to evolve as an actress. We're, yes, every, serious actress. <laughs> yes, every every actress, a actor, they all go through that uh-huh. shit, right? Oh, I no. feel like I feel like Mia Goth, like maybe because she comes off as batshit crazy in real life as well. Like I feel like she's a little more closer to her characters, you know. So uh, so she's gonna embrace her whole filmography going forward. So I'm going with Mia Goth. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh... The remake of Jack Hill's 1967 classic Spider Baby has wrapped filming. Hmm, okay. Is it uh, who's who's directing it? Dustin Ferguson. Not huh. familiar oh, with man, him. This doesn't sound good at all. I don't know. I heard a I heard a rumor that it was going to be uh, Rob Rob Zombie. He wants no, to do all Universal's catalog, evidently. Is that what? <laughs> I don't think he's doing this one because this the one's monsters. already wrapped filming. Okay. Oh gosh, I still haven't music. finished that. But the monsters? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it, man, for what it was. I enjoyed it. For what it was. That's always the word that I despise. Uh let's that's see. A uh, few weeks ago we talked about Insidious was getting spin-off movies titled Thread and Insidious Tale. Producer oh, yeah. James Wan implies this could be the first uh-huh. of many Insidious spinoffs. <laughs> of course. I mean, oh, he's got man. the Conjuring universe. He's got the Insidious. When, the, when does he just merge them? Even though Patrick Wilson's in mm-hmm. both of them. 
They could have their own multiverse. Well, <laughs> yeah, they could both disappear into the further together and come out the same character or something, right? <laughs> kind of like the Flash. Hair and one would have Reset. straight hair. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, speaking of action movies, remember that Van Damme um, one, Double Impact? Yes. Oh <laughs> Where he's like that privileged white guy, and then he's also that, that thug from the streets. <laughs> <laughs> And we know that because the thug has the slick back hair. His hair slicked yeah, back. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the other one's got the. Is he wearing like hair. pink shorts and? Yes. <laughs> Very Ivy League. Yes. With his uh, karate slash uh, workout yeah. gym with their their pink geese, oh, hitting Jesus on all the Christ. ladies. With... Well, they both do the splits. <laughs> yeah. It don't matter if you're if Van Damme's the thug or or uh-huh. a privileged white guy. They're gonna do the splits if it's you the can, 90s. Uh, you could bank on that, huh? <laughs> so they could have yeah. Patrick Wilson come out and yeah, they both meet in the further. The conjuring sure, Patrick Wilson. Sure. Why not? And, and, and uh, the insidious Patrick Wilson. I, I say do it. I say do it. I'm pretty sure James Wan's Wan listens to the podcast, so uh Well he listens to money is what he listens to, <laughs> so there's definitely money in that. <laughs> Especially because uh, Insidious just made thirty six million, I think, over the weekend, so you know. Wow. There were a lot, was, of people, a lot of people in the theater when I went. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they thrown Indiana Jones, so there is that. Oh, God. <laughs> that wasn't hard to do, man. That, hard, <laughs> I haven't and, seen and, it yet. And I want to say, people, go see the movies to form your own opinion. Just don't hear somebody else say they didn't like it, so you're not going to watch it. You don't know what you're going to like. True. That's right. True. That's right. Uh. And I guess we'll finish on a couple movies, rap filming, a couple big movies. Uh, Ghostbusters, I guess they're saying it's Ghostbusters 5, which okay. is weird to me because that, that would imply that the the female one is <laughs> in the same universe. That's all right. I don't I don't I wasn't mad at the at the female one. I, I kind of thought it was a fun movie. Is that what yeah, it but it's not even the same one? universe. Well, you know, alternate alternate multiverses, multiverses are the thing the now, thing so now. who knows? Speaking of multiverse, I'm back. There he is. From a different dimension. <laughs> you look just like Patrick Wilson. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking over my body. Hell, I'd like that. Wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> Time stamped that one. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll finish off with Fede Alvarez's uh, new alien film, his rap filming. Okay. Always down for new alien film. Yep. Finally, they made to, they need to make a documentary of all the times these alien films have been in production because mm-hmm. everybody in Hollywood has yep. taken a stab at them, and this guy was finally able to able to finish one. Kind of like that that Dune made movie that never got made. Yes, <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> and and now we have uh, the second one coming out uh, later this year uh-huh. in theaters. Oh yeah, we're looking uh, forward to that. Yeah, I'm into it. Unpopular. The trailer looked amazing. I'm sorry. Uh, unpopular opinion. Uh-huh. Prometheus is one of my favorites. Yeah, I enjoyed that it. A, that's a good movie. It's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a good movie. It's very uh, philosophical, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a, I, I think I think what burned it was that people were expecting more of an alien tie-in, and yeah. they didn't. Yeah. I mean, they got it at the end, but you know that's pretty much it. Which was cool because I didn't know it was an alien movie going into it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but now we're gonna get what? What the seventh one? This would be part seven technically. I mean, like okay. part nine if you count the Alien versus Predator movies. Yeah, Pedro, where do you, where do you think this fits in? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, where is it going to fit in? I mean, I'm still waiting for that Alien prequel, you know. 
mm-hmm. where 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 we see uh, the whatever they call that jockey guy. You know, we've been waiting for that explanation for years. Okay. You, you know. Um, well, that was kind you of got you get you got the TV show too that's still. Oh yeah, the TV show still in the talks, huh? So we, I'll, the only thing I heard about the TV show is it has nothing to do with the Ripley timeline. Oh, okay, all right. As um, long as they keep it sci-fi horror and yeah. don't go schlocky with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they will. I think we can count on that. Hopefully, it's it's hard because the aliens by definition have have to be used as props we could never have a movie where it's from the point of view of the alien right like predators you know they have some sort of like you know they look you know they have human qualities to them right they have a whole culture and all that whereas Mm -hmm. aliens are are they're they're these mindless monsters supposedly although they also have their their culture but right so that is difficult to write an alien movie for that reason because at the end of the day it does have to focus on the humans either fighting the aliens trying to reach the alien, whatever the case may be. So it makes it difficult. There's very limited options, you know? You just have and, to uh, make them terrifying as fuck. Or just have one, like like the first yeah, one. Right. Yeah. You know? And, and, mm-hmm. and you know, make it about the humans and, and, you know, do that whole character development with the humans and stuff. So so hopefully Fed Alvarez does that with this one. Kind of back to basics. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think he takes it back to basics or do you think he's going to try to expand... I think he'll take it back to basics. That's what I want to see. You know, well, even expanding the story, this is probably the only like horror franchise, I guess, if you can even call it that. That like all of the movies have been pretty good, even the bad ones. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I like, like four. I, I like yeah. I like Alien Four. Yeah, the like, resurrection. Yeah, that's, they, that's entertaining. Are they, are they better than the like? Fucking Predator movies? I yeah. don't know. Sigourney Weaver right. playing basketball. <laughs> well, well, Predator One is not is that that's an awesome movie just in movies out of sure. its own that's genre. Action, you know? action. Yeah. Predator One is amazing. Yeah. Predator Two isn't bad. I mean, I like Predator Two a lot. Of oh, stuff. I like Predator Two also. But that's right. where it like, stops. Especially in the later ones, it's getting. Although Prey was actually really good. So that was I'll, another I'll great one. That's that right. One. Yes. I even like Predators. Quite a bit. But okay, all right. and they compare it to like Hellraiser or Freddy or Jason. I know that they're not exactly the same, but like, dude, some of those movies are hokey. Really bad. Yeah. Some yeah. of those yeah. nightmare. Yeah. I had a I had a thing for what's her name in uh, Predator Two. What is it, Maria Cachita Alonso? Oh yes. sure, sure. I hadn't seen yeah. that one in a long time. I got to watch it. That was always one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it has a uh, Bill Paxton, who's Bill in the Paxton. Alien, Predator, and a oh, Terminator yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, they they have that amazing train scene in the middle of it where um, he throws his know. rubber ball at him. Yeah. Uh, well, Gary Busey, Gary Busey has an awesome death in that movie too, by the way. Right. Yeah, and he's batshit crazy as per usual. What happened to the top of his body? I don't think it ever <laughs> fell in that scene. <laughs> You know, they were uh, saying that there was a rumor years ago that that was supposed to be uh, Dutch, right? Arnold. Yeah. Because Ar- after the okay. after the events of the first one, Arnold comes off a little off his rocker, and oh. he just that, that that's the character. But Arnold, rightly so, protective of the character, like I'm not gonna gonna come back to get fucking chopped in half at a yeah. fucking meat. Oh yeah, or whatever. that's, that's <laughs> um, 
unceremonious way to go. So uh, uh, so he didn't come back for that. But yeah, definitely uh, that would have been that would have been something else if he would have been there for that. You can take just, your just, script and put it in the chopper. <laughs> just wait, just wait until the next action returns when we talk about Seagal. Who this guy apparently okay. cannot be hit or knocked down or beaten in any of his movies. <laughs> really? Seagal yeah. is a hilarious individual. He, <laughs> if you go watch his movies, he hardly ever gets hurt. And I, I heard it's in his contract. Well, he, he, he will not be knocked down or taken and taken out in any movie he's in. He's Except Kung for Bo- one. Except Kung for Bo- one. Jesus. The one with oh. he, the one with Kurt Russell when they're on the plane. Okay. And uh, uh, but the, that was hilarious. And, and, but 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 the CGI is horrible. It's literally like a cartoon character flying off a plane. <laughs> well, that was in the '90s, wasn't it? So yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well, that was at the peak of his power. So I'm I'm surprised yeah. he allowed himself to uh you know for that to happen to him. Maybe that's um, when he set his uh his rule. <laughs> That was going to say, that was like kind of executive decision. That's what it's called. Yeah, Yeah, with uh, Kurt Russell, John Leguizamo. Yeah, uh, I was going to say Air Force One. One B.B. Wong, who's still (laughs) acting, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they're all in there. Um, There is a movie where I've seen Seagal get, it's one of his newer, horrible, where he's hardly in it movies that he does get knocked. Seagal has newer movies? He has one where he's fighting George St. Pierre. And George St. Pierre <laughs> knocks him down, but it's clearly a stunt double. Yeah. So yeah. I guess that's sure. acceptable. That's acceptable. <laughs> like a guy with a wig and a pillow in his shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the guys, the stunt double is considerably thinner. Yeah. Ah, okay. The, like the, 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 the thing about Seagal is that he had those, he, he's got such a big ego that he has it in his contract that he can't die or lose, but sure. he doesn't have the integrity. To stay in shape for these characters, like oh, no. he he's got to be about three hundred pounds now, like legit, right, right. to the point where when you see some of his newer movies, like all he could do is just punch, and he does have those quick punches because he yeah. can't spin kick anymore. Him I've, him seen, him I've seen him have fight scenes where he's sitting down, waving. His <laughs> oh, <hand. no. laughs> like Phil Collins in concert now, <laughs> Genesis. Listen, my back, it's not. Oh it's not Lord. Bad. All right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> okay. On that note, that is the news. Steven Seagal, always good for a laugh. Oh yes. <laughs> All right, Pedro, you ready to ready to take that that trip down to the trailer park? Yep, let's do it. All right, man. Brian Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very very weird. Uh, what 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 do we got tonight to look at, Brian? I'm sure we all got this trailer before. Insidious. It is the Nun Two. Taking yes. place in 1956, mm-hmm. France, with Vera Farmiga's sister returning. All right. Which you- the trailer seemed very odd because the little girl's trying to tell her about some strange shit happening, and she—I don't know if this is before or after the first one, but she seems not to really believe it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. These films are becoming more, <laughs> and more generic to me, man. I, yeah. I don't really know what to think anymore. I, I mean, it's just. I try to be more positive. The the one thing I can say, I felt the first one was super dark to where I could barely notice what's going on. I, I yeah. felt like the, this one looks a lot better okay. as far as production-wise. Yeah, I thought you meant like in tone. I'm like, what are you talking about? That movie's No, no, no. You're, 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 you're saying visually it was very dark. Well, I that's think, what I was going to say. This one looks better than the other one. 
I think Phil, you that was the episode you tried to put background music in it. In the background of us. The recording. nun episode? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That that came off more dark and sinister than what the nun was. Yeah. <laughs> but See, I that's mean, what I'm talking about. Some of these movies get yeah. schlocked. I mean I think the production looks better. Um I don't mind uh, I think her name is Ty Ty Tyja Vermeer, Tyja Vermeer. Mm-hmm. Or Formiga, I mean. Yep. I, I don't mind her in movies. It's got a uh, Storm Reed who was just in that movie Missing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't mind the actors, but I'm just so tired of what is what is it, Valak, the nun? Yeah. Yes. Well, so, so, because so there's, I was gonna say, so this guy Michael Chavez. Uh-huh. He's, oh, part of, he's, part, he's part of the little in-house crew of uh, directors of The Conjuring because he did The Curse yes. of La Llorona, which I didn't like. And yeah, he also right. did the, the, the Conjuring movie that sucked, which was The Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, God. So this guy oh, has ow. he has no equity with me right now. Man, this they're... is the dude that's doing this one? Yeah, yes. they're, they're oh, taking him to the well over and over and over and over again, it sounds like, Pedro. Money so... What Pedro's saying, he he works cheap and he's personal friends with James Wan. That's yeah. what I'm saying, exactly. Enough said. <laughs> yes. I mean, we'll watch it. Make no mistake. You know, guys, every every one of us is going to watch this movie. Guaranteed. But I, I, This I, could be like the second Annabelle movie where I thought it was yeah. really good. Hmm? So, but that's what I'm saying. It looks way better than the, than the yeah, first. Yeah, it does. The first right. one's garbage. But keep in mind that well, the second Annabelle movie, if I remember correctly... Uh-huh. It, was that the one that was directed by uh, David Sandberg? The who did uh, Shazam and Lights I think, Out. I think so. So the director, right. yeah, the director upscaled right. that movie. I mean, because he's a, he's a good filmmaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: like I'm at that age now in my life where I'll I'll be there in the theater. But now yes. the question becomes whether I'll be uh, stay awake for it or not because I'm <laughs> old. <laughs> so yes, you're right. We're all gonna we're all gonna make the attempt to watch it. We'll gotcha. be there. Gotcha. But but whether or not it succeeds is whether or not I stay up for it or not. Because right. lately I find myself going to sleep more and more in these fucking movie theaters, man. Because <laughs> these, bo- these bones are aching. And you, happened, you get... happened to me for about five minutes this week, guys, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Slender yes. Man was rough. Oh, that was tough. Yeah. I, was I, great think all, I think we all fell asleep in Slender Man, didn't we? <laughs> I don't remember. Did we review Slender Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It was I bad. Was Ten minutes into it, and I was zonk, dude. I, I don't remember that movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> I crashed out in that one too. <laughs> all right, the Nun Two comes to theaters September eighth. All right. All right. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's starting like now. I'm, I'm wondering, like, what is all the right. point? Well, of this conjuring right. universe. Are we ever gonna have like? Uh, is there like okay, a team up that, that we're all waiting for? Because <laughs> like, like, what is the like? Or are they just gonna just keep on making like other movies from like the IP, like the Nun, the the Annabelle's? Pedro, you know, Pedro dude, you didn't you didn't catch him picking up the the Infinity Stones along the way in all the movies? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I mean, it, it would be smart because you got. It's Vera Farmiga's little sister playing this role, so you would think you would kind of connect them some way. Yeah, it's real sisters, right? Yeah. Oh, that. Or, be cool or maybe age up, thing or something. age up her little sister and make her like an sure. older relative that <clears throat> is teaming up somehow to fight Valak. Because 
doesn't ever seem like they can ever defeat these things. So <laughs> only we could defeat them with not not showing up to them. That's how we're gonna. Right. Beat our dollar, them. our dollar is the only way to de- <laughs> defeat this monster. The only, I guess, the only threat is that all these monsters or whatever they, they're all somehow <laughs> in that basement, you know, in the Warrens' basement. Oh, that's you know, right. That's right. I think there's a picture of Valak down there. There's Annabelle's down yeah. there. So that's how we get all these little ideas for all these movies. La Llorona's not down there, though. I don't know where they got La Llorona from, because she's not uh, down there. I don't know. Uh, nah, I think now they're saying that doesn't count in the universe. Uh, Come on. <laughs> Even though it has the same priest too. from Annabelle in it. <laughs> wow. No, no, but remember, the part that made me laugh about La Llorona, I don't remember shit about the movie except one scene. When the priest tacks out to the curandero, because that's more of a Mexican thing, he's like, I ain't got shit to do with this, but here's this guy. And it just happens <laughs> to be like another character that and then he takes over as being like the like the spiritual enforcer of all this thing, which was wacky. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I'll be there, but let's see if I stay up for it. Yeah. That's it. That's uh, our only trailer this all week. Right. That's it. All right. On to listener feedback. I came back just in time. Uh, this week we shine the podcast spotlight on Neon Brainiacs. Neon Brainiacs is an 80s horror podcast with hosts Ben, Greg, and Lance. Hey! Not me. <laughs> the other Double timing us, Lance. <laughs> what about if you're ever on that show, Lance? It's going to be Lance Lance. That'd be cool. Yeah, there aren't, there, aren't, there, aren't, there aren't that many of us out there, so. <laughs> uh, from the biggest blockbusters to the most obscure shot on video deep cuts, no stone is left unturned regarding 80s horror. Check on the, check out the Neon Brainiac. Except every stone has been turned already, it seems, with all these podcasts, but whatever. Well, <laughs> all right, we'll yeah, keep flipping them. That's true. It keeps it fresh. <laughs> keep them keep flipping them. <laughs> Uh, regarding Cannibal Cabin, Matt Wood says this film was so, so poor. <laughs> that is Just the about the politest yeah. way I ever heard. Right. But it, it makes it even right. more brutal. Does it? <laughs> it's like, it's sort of like I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Right. <laughs> you know? I, I was, I was kind of mad. <laughs> you were, you were mad. <laughs> you, you were pissed. It's, just a, it's a movie of nothing. <laughs> right. Kind of like the Seinfeld of movies, huh? <laughs> and uh, Brian posted a poll, says, do you enjoy foreign horror movies and what is your favorite? And so far, a whopping 100% of responders have said yes, because there's some great ones. Uh, Zim Vader said, as an Australian, my favorite foreign horror mo- film is a tie between Friday the 13th Part 2 and Jaws the Revenge. Dude, <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Why would it be an Australian? Because uh, it's I don't get it. Because he's an Australian, so foreign to him is American. I see. So I've Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and although, Jaws the Revenge. Although jo- Jaws the Revenge was filmed somewhere in the islands, wasn't it? I think it was filmed in Australia, as a matter of fact. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> Can't we just pretend that never happened? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Tim <laughs> doesn't count Zim Tim Walker says Suspiria uh, Nam Antirab sorry dude says Train to Basan uh, Tim Davis says Train to Basan hands down that's a great movie yeah but where's that where's that Will Smith one we never got it 
What? That's been that's been talked about more than all these alien movies that are supposed to come out. Well, that is, is he supposed to be in the remake? Yeah, the train to New York or whatever with it's T- called. Is he gonna be with, in that? With, with, with Timo? No, that was originally he was attached to it. I don't know if he's oh, in okay. it or not, but oh, that's what it was. They stuck him on steroids nice. to get him pumped for that movie, so he could be the badass guy. And then okay. he slapped Chris Rock. You know what? <laughs> he got into a roid rage. <laughs> got the roid rage. I think a movie like that would kind of maybe uh-huh. bring him back. You think so? Make it yeah. like super violent action thriller yeah. horror. If done well. <laughs> Maybe. And have a scene where he slaps the shit out of a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Let the Right One In? I think that's my favorite. That's a good one. Yeah. That's definitely a good one. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but Italian cinema is what I'm, you know, I I love Italian cinema. So for sure, I would would definitely say uh, foreign cinema. Yes, I love it. Um, Wreck, the original Wreck was a good one. Yes. Spanish, Spanish Wreck was a good one. I like Rank 3 a lot. Everybody hates on it, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like all of them. I like all of them. Is that the one where it's a wedding? Or is yes. that 4? Mm-hmm. No, that's 3. 4 is on a boat. Oh, on a boat. Oh, okay. 4 was on a, on a like a cruise ship, wasn't it? Or something like that? Yes. A yacht. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a boat, motherfucker. Uh, it's all the a, same guys, too. Wasn't it a submarine going to the Titanic, though? So thank God for that much, right? <laughs> I'm sure the Asylum is working on that movie as we speak. <laughs> you so. know they are. <laughs> I bet it'll be fucking terrifying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the last voyage to the Titanic is what it would be called. Yeah. Not the last voyage of the, the meter. It's going to come out the same come. week. Watch, Pedro. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> I hope they throw some kind of supernatural thing in there or something. Oh, they like will. Like some kind of sea monster or something oh, like well, that. Oh, well, they're still alive. They're still alive. They, they were in an air bubble, and now they're like yeah. in a... The upside down world or something under yeah like it, it became ant-man quantum mania oh, right now, now they're at a party with the people from the titanic yes <laughs> or they have to fight them we'll see Let's oh <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> we'll go to uh regarding strange land uh adam bunch says it's underrated fun flick and uh killer soundtrack i love that movie it is a great movie are you good, good andy you interested in the sequels that he's D. Snyder's trying to do? Oh, he's been trying to do it for 25 years. I mean, <laughs> will he ever? I don't know. But I mean, he he's a he's a lead villain in that, and he dies. I mean, but then again, you know, they could always bring him back. Yeah. But he very clearly dies on screen, and he's he's always been presented as a regular, a horrible human being, but a regular human being nonetheless. So I don't know how they would bring him back. Because he burns to death in that movie at the end. We'll see. Maybe he comes back from some... It's a movie. I can do it anyway. Did he <laughs> burn to death, or was he just set on fire? <laughs> there you go. That we. You're right. We don't... I mean, I... You know, he died. Put it up. Oh, it. he could be a burned monster. That'd be awesome. Oh, he's Freddy Krueger now. Freddy Krueger, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Regarding Death's Roulette, Jason Morris says uh, it's pretty decent, predictable, but worth the watch. I disagree with you, Jason, but... <laughs> Glad you enjoyed it. That's roulette. I don't think I've seen that one. I gotta write that one down. It's a uh, Paramount Plus movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Zim Vader said he's been tempted by it, but uh, <laughs> hasn't taken the plunge to watch it yet. I, like I said, I I didn't like it, but you know, you you I don't know what the next person's gonna like. These are just my opinions. Somebody could think it's a great 
fun movie. I just was bored and just thought they got to conclusions a lot quicker than they should have should have and doesn't live up to the name Death Roulette in my opinion. So Oh that's right. I remember you talking about that one. Well I'm gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> we'll see. I see I see uh, I'm looking I'm reading up on it right now. It looks it looks interesting. It's 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 dubbed too. So very very sawish. There's no getting around the dub version. Well that's the version it is. Oh really? You can't do like the original version from subtitled? As far as I know, it's it's just dubbed. Ouch. Yeah. Is, is it a French movie, Brian, or I think, what country is it? I think it's from Spain or yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that was right. Uh, and regarding sympathy for the devil, B. Germain says yes, yes, yes. Of course. <laughs> and didn't mess on the computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our show intro and all of our new logos come from Steve Carlton from The Geeks, and uh, be on the lookout for some more great stuff from him. Our artwork comes from Natsulani. Check her out on Instagram. And please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show. And uh, for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future show. But we're still running a special for a little bit of time. <laughs> we can run this forever? <laughs> no, Ron. <laughs> we gotta monetize like some other podcasts do. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a dollar. We'll let you pick a commentary. You can come on and talk to talk with us over the movie. That's what ends up happening. So we'll say we'll say we'll say this is a summer special. Yes, it there runs you go. until summer the special. end of end of July because August means school and that's when summer's over. There you so go. there you yeah, go. Good call. All right. Um, and on to our featured attractions. Uh, this week we watch Oculus as well as the brand new Insidious The Red Door because we've already done all the other Insidious movies, I'm pretty sure. Um, the ones we needed to, yeah. <laughs> well, the ones that were on when you guys had the show because the really <laughs> right, good ones right. are before the show, okay? I think because you guys have been going for a long ass time, so yeah. But I think we did the uh, original Insidious. I'm sure we, we did. yeah, we did the original and the, the horrible Last Key. Uh, oh, those are the only two. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I gotta I gotta get that spreadsheet together, Brian, that we've been talking about. Yeah, I gotta keep, keep track of all going back movies. and looking. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I gotta double check my schedule because I think I think you guys did been. Oculus already. Did it we? Sounds, it, it sounds, <laughs> I don't remember there's, it. There's gonna be some deja vu here. Maybe well, we, we, we didn't do Oculus with you, so that's right. There so, you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> well, we'll do it again because I love this movie. <laughs> Spoiler. So in 1755, Philip Lazar was found at their grand fireplace, burned beyond recognition. While his estate was dismantled and scattered throughout southern England, one of the family's stewards claimed to see Philip reflected in the mirror. An allegation apparently taken seriously enough to warrant a church investigation into the house. The glass thereafter known as the Lasser glass is sold in public auction in 1758. The next known owner is an American railroad tycoon named Robert Clancy, 1864. Clancy apparently weighed over 300 pounds. In fact, while attending university in Connecticut, he was known as the South Windham Whale. He hung the glass in his ballroom in Atlanta. Later that year, Robert Clancy is photographed by a local newspaper and, uh, He's dropped a few pounds. Uh, a woman, uh, Oculus from 2013. A woman tries to exonerate her brother who is convicted of murder by proving that the crime was committed by a supernatural phenomenon. 
Uh, director is Mike Flanagan, also known for Dr. Sleep and Gerald's Game and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, writers, Mac, Mike Flanagan and Jeff Howard and Jeff Seedman. Uh, had director Mike Flanagan agreed to the film Oculus in the found footage genre, a number of studios uh, would have backed it as early as 2006. Uh, however, Flanagan refused. Um, director Mike Flanagan has included the Oculus mirror as an Easter egg in most of his movies and TV shows. Uh, it's in the basement of Ouija or of an Origin of Evil. Um, the headboard in Gerald's game and the walls in the haunting of Hill House and in the Overlook Hotel and Dr. Sleep. Interesting. Yeah. And just apply to him for not making this found footage. Not yeah. that I hate found yeah. footage, but mm-hmm. just watching the movie as it is, there's no reason they should be running around with a camera the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's every found footage movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, I think I think it could have worked as found footage, but not uh-huh. as well. I agree. I'm, I'm yeah. glad he stuck to his guns. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, Pedro, what did you think about Oculus? I liked it. Uh, I, I mean, it's never boring, right? It, it, it's a movie that just moves. It's and, and it's not it's not a short movie at all. It's it's a pretty long movie. It's almost two hours, but there's never there's never a scene that feels wasted, except one. That I was starting okay. to get very annoyed with. There's a scene where um, uh, what what's the what's, what's uh, Kaylee right? Kaylee's uh, Karen Gillian's grown grown up. Uh, well, she's getting both as a kid and grown up. Nebula. Uh, where she's trying to explain to her brother, and she's trying to connect the dots, right? This is and 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 they spend a good fifteen. She literally presents it like a like a life like in life like fucking case this happened and then this happened and, mm-hmm. and we're just there watching this right yeah. and then at the end of all this shit the brother's like well that's confirmation bias you know there's oh, been a thousand yeah. cases and you decided to choose the 12 that are going to prove your point mm-hmm. and i'm like he's right like what the fuck did we just spend all this time for um it just seemed like a like a scene that was going on forever but besides that it's funny I mean, you say that because uh, the listeners would have heard that clip right before we started this review. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually like that. It just to me like, because the brother wasn't believing her, and every time he would come up with a counter argument, which he was correct on, she would just go on to bring more cases, and it, it happened like three times. Uh, but then this happened, and then this happened. And I'm like, okay. Well, Anyways. But that his does, thing was like, that's confirmation bias. And she's like, yeah, but how many fucking times does it happen to how many how many times does it have to happen to not be just a coincidence? And then he do, and mm-hmm. then he comes up with an example. He's like, if I like that, what does he say? Like something about a teddy bear and then somebody dies. There's like no cause and effect. Oh, the couch. Yeah, yeah. the couch. Like <laughs> they, go, they go through an entire lecture of what confirmation bias is. Yeah, but I mean, that was kind of needed for the movie, don't you think? I mean, oh, it was, it was. I mean, that, like a big part like of what it, it was about. Yeah, it, it doesn't make the movie any less good. It was just something that I was like, come on, let's get it. Let's move on with this. Let's already. move on. <laughs> Plus, this bullshit with the couch happened to just them. It didn't happen to every owner who's ever had the couch. If the yeah. same shit happens to every owner that has the couch. But I know I, I know causation does not equal correlation, but that's what he <laughs> says, right? Um, I thought I, I really like how they handled the the whole timeline thing, how they go back and forth in time. Mm. Um, I thought that was pretty original. 
it has a it has a very dark ending. You know that fucking mirror. You can't beat that mirror because once it gets a hold of you, it's over. Like it's gonna start fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they learned that the hard way, right? When she ends up killing her fiance, it's like what the fuck? Like now, now the mirrors now it's fucking with us. You know. Mm-hmm. And there is this whole point of like, the message to me is like, just let fucking shit be. Like she brought it upon herself by by stealing that mirror and putting it in the house. You know, and and now now they're they're part of it too, right? So um, mm-hmm. so in that sense, I really like that part. I thought I I thought this movie was very original in the way that it was structured. You know, you, it's not a movie that you don't really see often. Used the tropes were different, you know, which I which I appreciated. Um, again, the performances were all very well, including both the um, the parents, you know, and and also the uh, the kids as grown ups and and as kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, all in all, I like this movie a lot. And this is this was my second time watching it. The first time I, I saw it was uh, when it came out. Now I will say this: I forgot that this was a fucking WWE movie. I yeah. Completely- oh, that was cool. <laughs> <at the> beginning. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, because for a long time, anybody that saw WWE Studios in the beginning of any movie, sure. they were gonna be in for a shit movie. You know, that was the rule. <laughs> but this crap, movie was different. Action movie. Yeah, this one. And the one with the little kid with the big ears, that was also a good movie where Randy Orton plays the dad. That was also mm-hmm. another good movie. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I, I need, to, I need to watch this movie now. But it was a drama. Um, yeah, so so no, I, I give it a, you know, it was a good movie. I give it like a 7 on 10. 7.5 on 10. All right. Pretty high score, man. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a really good movie. And I had forgotten how good it was. I got to add it to my collection before they fucking edit the fuck out of it on digital. <laughs> and it no longer exists. <laughs> well, and then you even thinking about like the old Star Wars. Like it's hard sure. to find the copy that oh, doesn't yeah, have the originally added bullshit in it. Yeah, the digital Jabba the Hutt and yeah. the, where you can see Han Solo's foot going across through, through Jabba's tail or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's in the new ones. That right. wasn't in the old ones, yeah. Uh, Brian, what did you think about Oculus? Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, I think this is a, a movie that Mike Flanagan has made that doesn't get talked about enough. I don't, I don't, I feel, and uh, I thought the acting was pretty solid. You know, Karen, Karen Gillian, even though I kind of didn't like, not that she played the character wrong, but I didn't like okay. her character for throwing her brother in that situation after what he just got the, through. The, day or within 24 hours of him yeah. getting out of a mental institute for having to kill his father mm-hmm. i just I, I don't know i was just like that was very selfish that was very yeah. selfish of her and i think as a grown-up right as as we grow and we, we 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 understand human dynamics and and to me it's like it doesn't matter what happened like my brother's out and let let, mm-hmm. let him even if i believe yeah. that of what happened well you know what what is that gonna prove because there's nothing yeah. to prove anymore and she even kind of sets him up to fail if something goes wrong because she she tells her fiance if something happens I'm at the house with with my brother. Well, she did that to kind of force him to. Yeah, but her brother that just got out of the mental institute. If right. something happens to me, I was with my brother. Yes, yes. Well, and, and and the and the key here is that he had already accepted his truth, which yeah. was which was right. whatever happened. It was sure. his parents, you know. Um, so why not just again, you know, let sleep corpses lie and just eat, mm-hmm. put it to rest? But she didn't, and now at the end, he ended up going back. You know, it's the fucked up. 
Yeah, yeah. it was backfired for sure. I loved everything with the mirror. It just mm-hmm. it's the mirror itself was just so interesting to me that it's it can manipulate time. It can make you see things. Um, the whole thing with the plants. Uh, she had different plants throughout the house to see how far the range works because some mm-hmm. plants were dying quicker than the other one like it was drawing it's the life force out of the plants yeah the same with the with the dog which i'm glad the dog made it out yeah because that um, was about to be fucked up and everything <laughs> everything with the parents i thought was great how uh-huh. just slowly they both just kind of their descent into madness you know differently for both of them you know she became like a feral animal on a chain locked away and you know the the scene where he's just going mad and the daughter's talking about i seen you with this person and he's like see me with who and i mean was he with another woman or was the mirror manipulating the situation you know mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. that scene where he thinks he's pulling off his band-aid but he's really pulling his nails off yeah that that was that was really good right there the fucking staple yeah. remover oh that was rough <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just to, just just to look at Katie Sackoff, her as she's kind of mm-hmm. going crazy and just kind of like I said, going feral. Just her whole look yeah. by the by the by the time she died was just I thought was really done well and yeah, um, fucked up ending. But yeah, I felt she put herself in that situation. I don't think I don't think. Uh, she knew how powerful this mirror was. She thought she knew yeah. with all her fail saves and time timers and <laughs> she did have a lot of fail saves, yeah. yeah. She could have put a fence up around that motherfucker or something, right. though, huh? Well like, try. Or she could have she could have not gone in there because she knows the mirror right. manipulates you and yeah. And I'm like I said, I'm glad we didn't get found footage because the the found footage would have just been the cameras pointed at each yeah, other because the the, cam- the, the mirror movie. kept moving the cameras. <laughs> oh yeah, good call. You know, you know, one of the things that I'm a sucker for is when we see like yeah. these actors before they blow up, like in these mm-hmm. smaller movies. Sure. And now you know we have like Bo-Katan here, we have Nebula here, so it's mm-hmm. always interesting to see them doing these smaller movies right before they you know they end up blowing up themselves. Yeah. So it, it, it was cool to see that. You know, Mike Brent, Flanagan. Mike Flanagan definitely has an eye for talent, so that's mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, cool. Brent, Brendan Thwaites. He went on. He's. I know none of y'all probably watch it, but he's on that Titans show on uh, HBO Max uh, or Max. He's so he's yeah, Robin. The, the Teen Titans. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the Robin, and uh, I think okay. he was in the last Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, that that's a that's a big money maker. Those those movies do yeah. really well. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I think the dad did a lot of stuff. Uh, he you know not Liv yeah. Schreiber. right but yeah I really enjoyed this great like supernatural like psychological thriller yeah very original and then and then another thing too that I I I was I was happy to see is we see that in a lot of these horror um, like haunted house movies where the family dysfunction right there's already something wrong with the family dynamics and to me, that's like there's symbolism there, right? Because whenever whenever you're experiencing something supernatural, um, it could be reflective of like real life stuff, like domestic violence or stuff like that. So so that was kind of teased here the as Baba well. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the witch. I mean, you see it. You see it time and time again with these films that have a family that's kind. They're already there's already something there that's very real yes. and not supernatural, right? And it's 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 almost like that vibe brings up the supernatural entity, right? Just the fact that they're already going through a lot of chaos within the family, um, and so that's interesting to see. So I'm glad I'm glad that Mike Flanagan used that trope here as well. All right, uh, Lance, what do you think? Yeah, it's a, you know, if you think about it, um, people have been fascinated ever since mirrors have been around and reflective surfaces. I'm sure there's been, you know, fireside stories and stone writings in, in caves and things like that about the dangers, right, of looking inside a mirror and like ending up somewhere else or being going somewhere else. Alice through the looking glass, you know, we could go on and on, right, about this fascination with mirrors, but I think I think Flanagan did a really good thing here, uh, him and the guys that, that wrote the story, because you kind of got like the way they told this story, the way, the way they filmed it was was really a breath of fresh air because you've got a, pretty much an equal amount of time of, you know, what was happening with the father and mother when these two were kids. And then it would go to another scene. In fact, they did it so seamlessly. There were a couple yeah. of times when I wasn't sure what timeline we were in. Until yeah. I, you know, realized the age of the, the, you know, the kids or whatever. But I thought that was done incredibly well. I think there's just a lot of opportunity here. I'm, I'm really shocked this didn't turn into, you know, a, a, a bigger franchise and more a series of movies. Maybe it still will. You know, I mean, this movie wasn't too terribly long ago, but I just see so much opportunity here because anytime you deal with mirrors and reflections. There's just so much double meaning and there's so many, you know, rabbit holes you can go down with what it means and, and all that. I, and I, th I thought it was cool. I have a little bit different feeling than you guys did. I don't think she was being completely selfish. I honestly think that in her own twisted way, because they all got twisted by this experience, make no mistake. Nobody came out of this unharmed. And I thought in her own twisted way, she wanted to kind of like save her brother, like redeem him in his own mind and that's why she kept saying well yeah but those psychiatrists were all just brainwashing you you know they were just telling you what you wanted to hear she this wanted to the prove truth. She i want to prove insane. yeah physically prove yeah. that that you weren't responsible you know for anything at all that happened so you know kudos to her but at the end of the day it ended up being a cautionary tale because and that 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 dark ending was just phenomenal so she allowed her brother to be locked away for 11 years I don't yeah, know how much like she would have made the move that, a little though. beforehand. <laughs> yeah, you would kind of think so, right? Like, why did she pick just now to yeah. finally get in a position? And all she, all the, all the Rube Goldberg stuff she had to do, right, to get in that position, like working for the auction house and being there when the knowing where the mirror was going to be. Oh, that almost turned into a heist movie, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> with getting get the mirror there at the beginning, I thought, oh shit, is this going to be an Ocean's Eleven? scenario or something I know. like that but uh, she could have just saved up 10 grand and bought the motherfucker oh <laughs> right. uh, I, I enjoyed it man and yeah that that scene with the two cameras looking at each other freaked me out because they rolled the tape back and they had done all they actually did that the mirror made them go and and do that with the cameras so it wouldn't be caught it was kind of interesting seeing yeah. that and then they looked at each other and said i don't remember any of that do you just and like that, the whole manipulation of time with the scene where he called, tried to call for help, and his phone wasn't working. And then after oh, yeah. the, the scene with the with his sister getting the anchor in her head, the police are on their way because he did actually make the call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a trip, and we're like any of those 
calls even going any out, right? How close were they to the mirror? And I like the point Brian brought up of like, you know, you get the get the plants and, and living matter close to the mirror and it like sucks the life force into well, wait. what other alternate dimension it goes to or whatever. It just occurred to me. What's when that? he made that call, that's when they were outside looking inside, right? Mm. And they were seeing themselves yeah, the, the room talking to each other and what a like, trip. we're out, we need to go. Wow. That's when he made the call. <laughs> so that's they were yeah. out. It's they kind of a left. It's kind of a mind fuck of a movie, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of like smile. Huh. Yeah, I'm bit. I'm yeah. thinking maybe she really was trying to help her brother because I'm just really thinking about their the scene the flashback on when she was younger when she actually did make it out the house. Right, right. And she's maybe and she went back in despite seeing all the 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 spirits that the the, the mayor killed and at the window maybe mm-hmm. maybe all these years it was just her guilt of kind of not. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, point. but there again. As yeah. a therapist that I am in real life, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's trying. She's trying to come to terms with her own issues, with, right. her, yes. with yes. her fear. That, so it's still very correct. selfish, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so she's Understood. trying to pacify her own trauma using mm-hmm. her brother almost as bait to kind of. Come <laughs> to that's right. And so that's kind of <laughs> fucked up, you know. Yeah. Well, I get. Yeah, like I get where she was going, but like she could have. Ju- I mean. You're right. Everybody had served all their time and done whatever they needed to do because yeah, of this thing. It was over. <laughs> and she could have even still stolen it, set right. this fucking thing up, turned the timer on and left. Yes. But that's not what she did. She wanted to get proof on camera. First, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe once she looked into that mirror, Philip, it was all over, right? Maybe nothing after Probably. that was even true. That's a possibility. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. moment she stole it, the moment she went through that through that movie that we never saw, right. the the Ocean's Eleven movie or whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe that's when they really took over her, and that was over at that point. You know, just hire a guy to do it and right? watch him. <laughs> what, do you, what do you What do you think, Philip? Do you think it was doomed from the start? The minute the minute she got that mirror, that this was going to come to this ending, or did you think there might be a happy ending here? Um, I no, I didn't expect this ending out of it, and I, although they did sort of leave it open for a uh, another Oculus. This sure. is such an underrated movie, I think. Like oh, it is. It I don't is. know how it stays under the radar. Yeah, like I, it's it's one of my favorites. Every time I watched it, and I've seen it multiple times, it's got really good scares. It's got really good mind fuck moments, and it's got a really good ending. Yeah. And it, it leaves you wanting more. Which yes. Is yeah. Every, everything everything in the movie is earned, right? All the scares yeah. are earned. There's no somebody wakes up from a nightmare and it, it's everything is <laughs> it's moving everything forward. And yes. that's what makes this movie so cool because even in Smile, like Smile, half of those were like you know either either dreams or mm-hmm. you know hallucinations, which right. I hate in movies because that's like that's a cop out. But yeah, in this, I in, normally do. In, in this film, now no, I did like Smile as well. Yeah, but it did, it did bother me in Smile for sure. Yeah, but in this film, everything is earned, right? And that's what makes yeah. them they're, you know very original, I think. Like even when they do the hallucination, especially like the double take hallucination with the apple and the the light. Oh yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Where you're like, oh man, she's fucked now, and then it actually was the apple. It was just fucking with her because it could. Mm-hmm. Like, that, <laughs> I, I, it was a pretty cool moment, you know. And uh, I yeah, I I I really liked this movie, and it had a lot of big actors before they got big, and not Liv Schreiber. 
<laughs> I looked him up. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. His name is uh, oh, yeah. Rory okay. Cochran. Okay. The, the interesting role, uh, you everybody's seen Dazed and Confused. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the main stoner he kid. Is that guy. Is that oh, yeah. that's right. <laughs> okay. 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 I see the face now. That's right. That is yeah. <laughs> you got to put some gum at the base, man. You're not getting any suction. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's, that's right. But he he he's he's like Fat Damon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Shows up in a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. I, very very good movie. I, this is always a classic for me. It's it's one of those that doesn't get talked about enough, but uh, is always holds a special place in my heart. I'm surprised they didn't make a lot of sequel. They don't. They don't. There's no sequel to this, and oh. it just yeah. You know you you. That need that needs to be done. Somebody needs to get on. Even that even sure. like those cheapies, like like Dimension Extreme or all these companies that would make all these like director video sequels, like all these Hellraiser sequels, you know? <laughs> yeah. But no, like the, but no, it the was bat, just the, the one done. See, but I don't know that 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 sort of adds to it for me because every time okay. I watch this, I go and look for a sequel just to see if there is one, you know. And there's the short story. Yes. That's like a little short film. Right. Of uh, Oculus, but that's it. And there's no sequel. And, like, there's a level of disappointment to it, but there's also a level that keeps it more mysterious and cool that it's not, that it hasn't, you know, had a hundred sequels that all turned to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by this point, I don't think there will be one. This, this movie's pretty old at this point. It's yeah. 10, 11 years old never, now. Never say never in Hollywood, Pedro. That's true. <laughs> you That's maybe, know that. I wouldn't be mad if they remake it or make a sequel or something, but like do yeah. a completely different story with it. I maybe think it, it had something to do. Maybe they were expecting Mike Flanagan to, to come aboard to do yeah. a sequel. and he, It doesn't really seem like he does sequels or at least sequels of his own yeah. movies that he does. I'm okay with that. It leaves it as the original it, work of art. You could have the mirror in space. How about that? Oh, yes. <laughs> I would watch it. Space mirror. <laughs> you know, you could have it like in the 1800s or something. Jason, you know? <laughs> Jason versus Oculus. Send it, it back with a predator, Pedro. <laughs> Why don't we just have a Oculus series and each episode is a different time period? That there you go. Awesome. That fucking I, actually, I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> Somebody's listening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Screen box, get on that. All right. Pedro, what do you think? I said 7.5 on 10. 7.5, that's right. Lance? Uh, 8. 8 on 10. Nice. Brian? Uh, I think this is a really good, solid film. Uh, The acting's solid. Uh, Enjoyed the story. I liked all the effects, all the psychological. Is this really happening? Is that happening? So I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to go in between 7.75. Very nice. And uh, I'm going to be the high man on the totem pole. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Cool. I, All I right. That's what it deserves. All good, dude. All good scores. Yeah. Good movie. All right. On to Insidious, The Red Door, our new feature. Oh. 
the Lamberts must go deeper into the further than ever before to put their <laughs> demons to rest once and for all. You sure, you sure this isn't the, behind the green door, that porno <laughs> in the 70s? <laughs> like, you know, back before they back before they shaved their bush. <laughs> uh, director is Patrick Wilson. Oh, there you go. In yeah. his directorial yeah. debut. That's why he vanishes for half of this film. I was wondering. <laughs> Shit. That's why he goes into the first. Behind the camera. <laughs> Writer is Scott Teams, also known for co-writing Halloween Kills and Firestarter. Oh, oh boy! So fuck him! Fuck him! Oh boy! Fuck him! Are we we gonna be zero for three here? Oh my goodness! Uh, This movie marks the return of the Lambert family uh, since the Insidious Chapter Two. Um, after that, Insidious Chapter 3 and Insidious The Last Key are prequels set before Insidious. That was a lot of Insidious said in that sense. <laughs> and, and can I say what a miss they had with Insidious Chapter 3? Because at, yep. at the at the end of the second one, the little girl that Lin Shay, or not the little girl, but yeah, the little girl that the team goes to visit, that's Jenna Ortega. Oh, yeah. The story. Oh, wow, no kidding. And chapter three, not only does it it doesn't have Jenna Ortega, but it has nothing to do with that little girl. Yeah, it just is another random ass person. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say that. Okay. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> well, they would have had to put a lot more zeros in that paycheck, though. That's the thing if they wanted yeah. to keep that story going. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. So uh, I have a lot of issues with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what are your issues with this movie? Okay, so first of all, uh, we're not talking spoilers yet, right? Nope. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, so so I'll just say this. I feel like it took a long fucking time for, for, for the symptoms to start coming up for both of them, for the kid and the dad. Um, there's, there's an entire gap. There's, a, there's about 10-year gap of shit that we're just supposed to just accept oh, is happening. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's like, what the fuck? What happened here? They explained it in five minutes. (laughs) Did they? I missed that. That must be the part (laughs) I slept through. (laughs) (laughs) Also, they they try to do that whole back and forth thing, and I don't think it was working for me because I found the kid's story more interesting than Patrick Wilson's story, which even if somebody said the opposite, I wouldn't fight you on that. It's just to me, they were trying to get two stories going at the same time, and it didn't really work for me. Yeah. Um, and, and so, uh, so that's what it disconnected me. Like once once the story with the kids started building momentum, they would mm-hmm. switch over to Patrick Wilson's story, and it would kill that momentum. And then we had to start over again. And that's the whole first half of the movie. Yeah, Ocul- um, Oculus did that the right way. This might not have yeah. been the right way. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, because Oculus, like, but Oculus was the same story. They were just going through different timelines of it. Yeah, yes, true. yes. Yes, and they and it connected like the previous story mm-hmm. fed into the past and the future and so on. This was is more like we're just following two different people, and we're we're just seeing where they're picking up from every time we come back to them. And it got mm-hmm. kind of annoying after a while. Also, I will say that uh, they weren't in the further as much as I wish they were. You know, it seems like that was uh, <clears throat> I don't know if there was some budget issues there, but it seems like yeah. they built up, they built up to this big finale 
We only got the fog machine for two days, guys. We gotta get this in. That's why that part of the synopsis about them going way deeper and further that they've ever been to kind of seems like you went back to the same place. Yeah, yeah, and and didn't stay there very long either. Actually, really, only on the edge of it. Other than than Tiny Tim, other than Tiny Tim getting another payday. You know, it seems like there wasn't much going on here, you know. And then when we get to spoilers, I have a I have a question to ask you guys about the further okay. and how it works. So Well, let's get further along into this review oh, and baby. then we'll get to, to this question. Uh, <laughs> so that, that I had issues with that. Um I know that this film is kind of getting ripped apart online. I saw it's not that bad, I yes, don't sir. think. Yeah, I mean there's some people that really hate it. Some people like it, okay. you know. The usual nowadays on the yeah. internet. Um but I, I thought it was boring at, in parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, again, we're supposed to go into their world and we were not given enough to be invested. Like, like for example, the, the family is not how we last saw them, right? And we're right. supposed to care. Yeah. And I don't care. I don't care about any of that, you know? And part of pa- pa- Patrick Wilson's motivation is because of the failure that he's seen himself as over the last 10 years. But since we haven't, we don't have a lot of context. I didn't give a fuck, you know. So it was like there was a disconnect right there. Um, also, the the character that's that's roommates with uh, Dalton, like oh Chris, yes, like what the fuck? What was the point of that character? Like she's the comedy comedic relief. relief. Yeah, comedy <laughs> relief. I, that's the only character I liked in the whole movie, by the way. She's wow. got to give you a little levity after an intense scene. That's the sure. Way. Yeah, after an intense jump sh- jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> so either they went with the so they didn't go the the, the fat guy route on this one, right? Exactly. They, yeah. They, yeah, they, they went with the African American young lady. Okay. <laughs> they didn't do the Spider Man route. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the trope is the fat guy with any fucking movie with these kind of roles. Um, so so um so yeah so I don't know I I I'll say more during the spoiler section but I was a little disappointed. However. I wouldn't say it was horrible. I th- there was still something. I still had fun with it, you know. Um, I did take a little nap from here and there, but that's m- that's more my my own fault than whatever the movie presented. Um, and so I, I just I just felt disappointed by it. I didn't like the ending at all. Um, I thought the cameo, quote unquote, was kind of shoehorned in. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of that, you know? Um, other than to yeah. put her there. Um, a couple cameos shoehorned in. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to show up in the fucking movie, man. <laughs> and so, yeah, right, I, I mean, spoilers. Uh, yeah, go ahead and, and you guys say your piece. That's that's where I'm at. When we get to spoilers, I'll, I'll, I'll you know I'll talk more about it. All right, Lance. Yeah, this was this was a dud for me, guys. Uh, I, but I think <laughs> honestly, no, truthfully, I think I kind of did. I, I think I did myself a disservice by not going back and watching the first two. Because Pedro, you nailed it. Like they, they, they put us exactly ten years after the events of what the first two movies, right? With the what yes. the family went through in the first two movies, and now all of a sudden, and, and they are using the same actors from what I read. So kudos on that. But it's like we're actually expected to follow that thread and care when they don't really give us any of what happened in those ten years, except that one little scene where the. They snapped his finger and said, "You'll forget everything." Boom! It never happened, or whatever. Which is which I thought that, that was that problematic. Anyways, that's another thing that I hated. Very problematic. I, I yeah, I didn't. Again, I, I, I honestly did. I, I, I truly did 
go to sleep <laughs> a little bit of this movie and i was i kept waiting for the action to happen did you remember it, what part you, oh we'll talk about it yeah part. well it's when they got to the fringes of the further <laughs> and so it was like 99 percent into the movie oh okay. wow i hated all the crap with uh okay here's what here's what i didn't like i really disliked the characters of the patrick wilson and his son uh, understandably i guess they've been through some shit so they're you know, I don't know, on edge or whatever, but it's like both of them just being complete fucking assholes. But they had the no chemistry like, together either. Like, so they had no, no chemistry, chemistry at all. It was horrible. Well, they haven't acted in a movie in over 10 years ago. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But the kid is throwing out lines like, you know, you know, and then he's over like, trying to, and then he's trying over, to they're trying to throw out all these little lines to to make up the fact that they're not giving you this whole backstory. I, I like, guess. Like when Patrick right, Wilson is like, like when Patrick Wilson is like, "Why don't you go party? Do it for me." And it's like, "What does yeah, that even mean? Like, go get high, go fucking then, fuck up your life for me?" Like, I, oh so God, we're supposed dude. to believe that Patrick Wilson is this cool dad, right? That's all, like a party uh-huh. animal back in the day, and all he wants is his son to get the college experience. No. But it's, it, it's Wake because up, he me. wants his son to have some fun because he's that teenage kid that doesn't listen. This is lame. Everything is lame. This sucks. You suck, too. Everything okay. sucks. All right. All right. <laughs> With his fucking line. bedhead throughout the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> the line the line that got me that Patrick Wilson said was like, this fucking dick. He was like, uh, well, you better have fun here at college as much as I spent for the tuition. <laughs> God damn, these guys. Hey, are I, I have to so. say he plays an asshole really well. He can play a I, cool guy too, though, really well. But I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, but I kind of feel like Patrick Wilson might be an asshole. Real life. <laughs> he might, he, he might have that, huh? Well, he was directing, so maybe he was an asshole there, you know. Oh, he, was, he was in the Kubrick to the boy, right? Like, <laughs> not letting him sleep. For he probably slapped him a couple time, times, slapping in, him in that dorm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you think now, bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but that's it for me, guys. Very <laughs> emo, that kid. All right, Brian, what do you think? All right. Uh, let me try, let me try to start with the positives. Okay. I will say I think Patrick Wilson did a decent job directing because yeah. it, it felt like an Insidious movie. Yeah, I'll give him it, that. It felt like in line with the, with the first two. It's just I felt like this story should have happened sometime within the past 10 years sure couldn't agree more yeah couldn't agree um, more. i didn't Shoe, mind shoehorn shoehorn yeah right? i didn't i didn't mind him or the son I, it's just i didn't care what was going on you just kept telling me yes that's the kiss of death and this this movie was a little too long for me and if it was going to mm-hmm. be almost two hours use a chunk of that time to show me what happened in the past 10 years because um, Rose Byrne, the, the wife, mm-hmm. you knew what the problem was. Okay. So yeah. you yes. knew why he was acting the way he was. So I wanted to know why you ended up leaving him. What did he do? Yeah, what a bitch. Because if you're going to leave him, you're, <laughs> if, you're, if you're worried for your children's safety, you would have left him at the end of the second movie, not sure. within the pad. And, you know, sometimes they, they had a, there's a whole nother kid. They have another daughter. They have a daughter. The creepy kid from there. He still looks kind of creepy, by the way. No, they have a they have a middle a, child. <laughs> yeah, but they have a daughter now. Uh-huh. So there had to have been some time when you guys were together. 
So give me give me some flashbacks about that. And I have a lot of questions about the further. I, I do agree we didn't spend enough time there. I have some questions on how it you was literally around. the front door. That's how we got the red fucking front door. They walked through it, and that's how we got. Yeah. yeah, they didn't go deeper into the further. And you had the and you had the world's worst art teacher uh, in the in the class at, at the college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she just told she tells you you're not good enough, and then counts to ten. <laughs> but I, I, I I feel like Patrick Wilson has a lot of conservative leanings with that scene okay. because uh, <laughs> that kid that got his picture ripped up. I right. don't know, man. There was a lot of shit going on that I'm West not going to get into. <laughs> that I'm not going to get into here, but you that think poor that kid, was symbolic, huh? There was a lot of symbolism there going on. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, wow. I didn't really think about it that not, way. I can't believe you, yeah. can't believe you went there. <laughs> not, not too much. I hey, can I'm say. just saying, Patrick Wilson, not me. That oh, wouldn't have been much. Okay. Not too much I could say without jumping into spoilers, but. Uh, uh-huh. There's I wish not there would have spoil here, unfortunately. I just wish there would have been with the runtime, there would have been a lot more in the further and a lot more to see in the further. Totally. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree like more. What we the we got little things here and there during the movie that was in the further, and then we got a whole bunch of stuff all at once at the end. Yeah. For a few minutes. And yeah. Right. Uh, I can't say I was let down because I wasn't expecting much. Yeah, that's probably how I feel. I wasn't, yeah, exactly. I wasn't pissed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was it's, more upset with the part four. I remember I was really upset with part four. Yeah, I was gonna say it. It is a step above Fuck the yeah. fourth one. Uh, the the finger one, the finger key thing. Yeah, <laughs> finger, yeah. finger, fingering people to unlock them. Yeah, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, the d- direct. Direction was fine. The, the cinematography was fine. It just for the runtime, I just didn't. I didn't get enough. Brian is sounding very apologetic. <laughs> what, you know what, what pissed was? me off? First of all, I, and I know this is only AMC theaters. They got to uh-huh. get rid of that Nicole Kidman commercial, <laughs> right, right, man. Please, please. <laughs> like, what is the point? We're all who, who who's ever come back after COVID. Yeah. That's it. We're not gonna get it. Whoever decided to never go back to theaters, right. you're not gonna get them back. They're gone forever. <laughs> all right. Now, now you're just punishing yeah. us who decided to go back by seeing that stupid fucking commercial every single yeah. time. And you guys get Nicole Kidman. I get Maria Menounos doing trivia. Oh, well, that's I'll that's when you show up super early. I'll yeah. take her any day over. But uh, I was being apologetic for what? No, you just say, <laughs> you sound like you're, you're trying to say well, the cinematography was was good. <laughs> the film. Well, I'm trying to uh, trying to throw out some positives here. I didn't hate yeah. the movie. It's not a bad movie. It's right, just right. it's, it's and, definitely nowhere near the first one yeah. or the second one. It just yeah. but it's a step ahead of the. The three and um, last key or whatever. Last key bullshit. Right. <laughs> oh, they did have those those guys show up. Like they were watching a TV show and they yeah, were like, oh, is that a spoiler? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, but that's kind of where I was going to go too. Is like uh, chapter three and four kind of got a little bit schlocky with the comic relief guys that came in right. and did their whole number and it turned into like a fucking show. And, like, what are we doing here? See, and, three and four sounds like what they're trying to do with the with the spinoff movie. 
That's right. what three and four should have been. This this should have came out a long time ago. Yeah, agreed. totally agreed. And this one, I, I I I actually really enjoyed it when I watched it, but uh, I definitely can see the criticisms that you're talking mm-hmm. about because that was the thing that my wife said. She said it felt like it was short. And I think what she meant was, you know, my daughter said the same thing. And I looked at her like, yeah, I looked at her and then I looked at my, my phone at the time. I was like, sure. Well, I think it's because it has like almost a two hour runtime, but they, because they're trying to follow two stories at the same time, there's not a lot of shit that happens. Yeah. It's like that yellow jackets, which sucked in the second season, by the way. Oh yeah, because it didn't reveal anything. That's what Marcus was saying was that it was still good, but you just like yeah. didn't didn't reveal anything by the end of it. No, but it's also two different stories, and they take away time. You know, you you so sure. everything's building slow. Uh, but yeah, man, I I actually did enjoy it a whole lot better than three and four. Um, well, three wasn't terrible. This one wasn't terrible. Four was fucking awful. Um, but uh. I, it was, I, I think, a good little step in the right direction from the Insidious franchise, which, okay. from all signs, looks like they're continuing down that direction. I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen from here. Well, I mean, but it, it made decent. It had a decent weekend, and you know, Blumhouse yeah. makes their movies for cheap. So yeah, sure, sure. Uh, but. Good cast. Um, I liked the characters. They sort of kept me intrigued. It was a little distracting following two different stories. It was like just when something's really starting to happen, they'll cut away to when something wasn't happening for the other character, you know? And so that sort of pulls you back out of the action and puts you back into nothingness. So they didn't even need the comic relief because they just pull you back into peace anyway. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I did not care for Patrick Wilson's story. Yeah, I think that was just it. just make it about the whole point about him freaking out about passing this thing on to his his children. Yeah, or leave his out of it. Make the kid's story longer, and then Patrick Wilson still shows up later and gives you just a quick five minute rundown of what happened. Oh yeah, I went into this MRI and <laughs> this shit happened, and ha, here I am. You know, <laughs> yeah. I gotta. Well, no, we'll talk about it. Later. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's do scores and then we'll do. Scores. I already I already but slipped I, a few spoilers. I feel like I liked it probably more than you guys did, but yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Pedro scores. I'm gonna go six on ten. Six on ten. Yes. yes. Yeah, not bad. Uh, yeah, it, this wasn't horrible. Um, uh, it deserves a four on ten. Jesus. Definitely, definitely. It's not horrible for Definitely disliked. Oh, it's it's right there. <laughs> I disliked it a little bit more than I liked it. Four on ten, right? Brian. Um, a little bit higher than Pedro. I'm going to go six and a half. And the, the extra yeah. point is I, I took my daughter. We, we did enjoy it. We yes. were laughing at the, the grown man sitting next to us. I kept jumping out of the seat. <laughs> That's got to add so. to it. Sure. Well, I so, took, yeah, six, I, six and a half. I took yeah. two of the granddaughters, and they loved it. So, yeah. 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 I, but still. 
I took my 10-year-old to see this when she has been re-watching the entire Insidious franchise. Well, you know what? She was very excited. Tell her it ends after three. Brian, Brian, in all fairness, uh, if I had seen one and two right before seeing this, I probably would have given it a higher score. I just had no investment. I didn't give a fuck about any of the characters. I remember you you didn't really care for the series, so... Not a huge fan, yeah. but I mean, yeah, one and, two, one and two are definitely better than anything else. It's not my favorite horror franchise, eh, but no, it is, I, what, it is what it is. My my daughter has has rewatched all four of them at least twice before we went to go see this movie. She's well, been stoked cool. about it. Yeah, like I waited for them to get home today. They were visiting my sister in law in Virginia, and right. uh, I waited for her to get home today to go see it. So cool. That she, I felt bad going to see it without her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and she loved it. She thought it was super scary. Although she does love the jump scares a whole lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a lot scarier than the last one. Uh, I'm gonna go. I think a six point five is a pretty, pretty good score for this one. All right. Like I don't want to hate on it. You too guys much. really enjoyed it. But like, yeah, this it, is this is this year's hereditary for you guys with. Fucking 6.5? Where is your meter at, dude? Yeah, we know where his meter is. <laughs> he you just heard him say this 10, is not... I'll never this, forgive him for. You just heard him. He said this is not a bad movie, 4 on 10. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like your numbers are wrong. That's the contrarian. That's his name. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, six, six and a half. I, I think okay. this is... This is a pretty solid movie. I don't have a problem watching this one again. I don't want to watch Insidious, The Last Key. That was terrible. Right. That was one I would have given a four on ten. I think you gave it like a two or a three. You should should have your daughter... (laughs) You should have your daughter watch the trailer for Last Key so she can ask you where are all those scenes. I know. Oh, Better than the fucking movie was. (laughs) All right. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Spoiler talk, Brian. You have uh, questions. Yeah, uh, I don't understand how the mechanics of the further work because yeah, Dalton would he would go into the further and he'd wake up in his dorm room. Okay, but Patrick Wilson would what uh. Go yeah. into the further. He would fall asleep at his wife's house or his ex-wife's house, mm-hmm. and then be at Dalton's. Um, yeah, uh, kind of weird. Yeah, kind of weird was. Let's, yeah. let's start about the fundamental flaw of this fucking movie. What's that? The hypnosis. Okay. Now, yeah, that right. used to work in the '80s, back when our society was a little more accepting of bullshit like that. Sure. But. Did you guys or, the, ever, or the 1800s? <laughs> yes. Did you guys ever see that in Living Color episode where they uh, hypnotized Jim Carrey to clug like a chicken? Of course. Yeah. And, yeah. and then course. and then the, the hypnotist died before he could snap him out of it. So now Jim Carrey's stuck clucking like a chicken for the rest of his life. Dude, what a great concept. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> and, and, then, and, and, and then when he tries to write for help, he actually tries to write right. for help. He clucks. <laughs> like, even, even when he writes, like, cluck, 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 cluck. So here's the thing. That so you're trying to tell me that you could just tell somebody you'll never remember, <laughs> and then let me just poke you in the forehead for added sure. effect. And Wait, but you're trying to tell me you can bring somebody else out just by counting to uh, some other random person counting to ten. Yes, and snap your finger. 
Sure. So, so that already stepmom from Succession. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> so already, already, I'm already on the defensive right there, and that's like the first yeah. five minutes of the movie. All right, because that's was, just bullshit. Yeah. Now let's talk about the real, like the horrendous fucking secret that this family has to hold as uh-huh. a unit for the rest of their lives, including the kids, by the way. Yes. Because mm-hmm. the creepy little middle kid, he knows it too. Because because whenever he's talking to Dalton. He's like, oh, you saw this? Like, he freaks out because now he knows that Dalton's catching on. Yeah, he keeps so, asking his mom, like, uh, about the, the the vision of his dad coming at him with a hammer. And she just has to keep telling him, no, that's that's not real. That's just in your head. And So, to me, Rose Byrne is the real villain of this story. The best idea in the first <laughs> she, Rose Byrne's the real villain. Yeah, Rose Byrne's I'm, the real I'm, villain of this I'm story. with Pedro. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you knew. down. You knew what was wrong with him and why he sure. he was having memory problems and having all these issues, and you chose to leave him. I mean, unless you showed me he was showing signs of violence to you and your family, yeah. But no, if he's just going through, as he called it, just being foggy in the brain. Mm-hmm. Which, what what does that even mean? Like foggy in the brain? He's having memory problems, from what I got, and so you left okay. him. Yeah, I mean, and so here's the thing. When did that start? Did it start, like, the week after they got hypnotized? Like, has this been going on for 10 hey, years? That leaves a lot of open to interpretation. Like, there's well, they, they had a drop line that said it, it was it was progressing as time went on. But you guys had, like, a daughter that was, like, five or six years. I was like, yes. did, it, did it progress fast? Slow? <laughs> so, so. And the reason why we're talking about this, because that affected my investment in the characters. Like, sure. I have all these questions, and we never got answers. We're just supposed to accept them. And, like, and like, like, um, you, like you guys were saying, I think, Brian, you said it. It's like 10 years was a long time. If this would have been a year later, two years later, fine. But 10 years to live like this, there's so many other problems. And, of, and of course, this is the adult in me seeing it from this perspective. This fucking family had so many other problems than whatever was going on in this movie for, for fucking Rose Burnt not to tell her husband what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. just letting him suffer like that. Why? I mean, this I could mean, have been give, a full cool miniseries. Give me something. Okay. Give me give me, give me, me a scene where he he's, like, having a hard time, like, remembering shit and he, he lashes out at her. Yeah, like okay. give me something because you're just really coming off like you are the asshole out of the relationship, <laughs> and you just kind of left him <laughs> the way he is, and still even left him and didn't tell him what's going on. Oh my god! Now, now I, I, I'm I'm also trying to be positive here. I, one of the things I did like the way Patrick Wilson set up the scares with his okay. story, like with the dad. Like, like, cause the dad starts coming around very early on when he's trying to back away in the cemetery. The dad's already in the back. Remember, we see him there, and then of course the window thing where he's trying. I don't know what he's trying. What, what game is he playing? Is, he, is it like a memory game where he's putting yeah. his family? Anyways, so the dad creeps up on the other side of the window <laughs> there as well. That was weird. But that was cool though. I like that. Uh-huh. It was very yeah. creepy. And 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 then when he finally breaks in through the window, that was even creepier. Um, yeah. and so uh, that was cool. I, I'll give him credit for that. Uh, now Dalton's scares, I thought were a little more like tropey and, 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 you know, not as effective. Like when he sees the kid throwing up, you know, and he's got all that throw up on his shirt and his face, <laughs> That's right. whatever the fuck it is. Alcohol poisoning or whatever. Yeah. yeah. With, with, with his stuff, I felt like it should have been more than what it was like, like at the end when the roommates holding his body and he's, you know, he's passed out, he's in the further. And then you got all these. 
I like I did like the the demons or whatever they was because the, they had like contortionists play the demons and they were all twisting around and they were coming for him because they they you know they knew he was in the further and his body was open free. Yeah. I liked all that, but it just seemed like that should have happened way earlier in the movie. Agreed. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine <clears throat> puking for eternity. <laughs> Dude. Well, I've been in scenarios <laughs> in my younger years where it certainly felt that way, but yeah, uh, I know, man. <laughs> but eventually, it runs like, out. That guy was still blowing chunks, man. Right. And why? So gross. Why yeah. did nothing? Why didn't I wanted what's his name to die? The, <laughs> the, Nick, Nick the Dick. Nick well, the Dick. He didn't do anything. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy. They're like, man, fuck this guy. He's an asshole. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because he's wearing a diaper and he's I, a jacket. I was going to say, why? answer me this, guys. Why were they all wearing baby diapers? And I it was a frat party. It was a frat party. Uh... It was a frat baby party. <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. You play a little joke on him, but man, they were fucking mean to that guy. I was like, huh? he didn't even do anything. <laughs> I did want to see. I did want to see the outcome of what she, his, he had asshole cream that she went oh, and put all yeah. over the toilet seats. Put on there, yeah. <laughs> well, that should have paid off with him because he, he had to take a shit. And they never had a payoff, did they? No. No, there's a lot of things this movie All never right. had a payoff for. Like I said, the, the the side character of Chris, like what was her purpose? Like other than being the comic relief, you know? Right. Um, I also felt like she probably had a little bit of the eye for uh, for old Dalton. I mean, she wanted to take him upstairs oh, to the yeah. bedroom. And, <laughs> and, and Dalton being the emo kid that he was, what are we going up there for, you know? Yeah. Like, I, what I, the fuck? I did, <laughs> I, I did like her as the comedic relief, but you could have cut her out and yeah. just had a situation where if he needed someone to talk, you know. Okay. Had, had Because you have these similar problems that you're having. Talk to your dad, you know. Right. Yeah, have them come together a lot sooner instead of you having to yeah. confide in your roommate who's only known you a couple days and is very understanding sure. to everything that's going everything, on. Everything, no everything. She's yeah, super kind cool. of accepted it really quickly, didn't she? I mean, but she's also his link to reality, and it yeah. just it makes the movie less intense while they're doing it, which probably helps give it PG. I mean, I, I would love to have. Yeah, she would. Sure, she seems sure. cool to have a have as a friend because if yeah, I yeah. told anybody else this i'm pretty sure they're gonna think i'm crazy yeah if yeah, nick the dick would have found out, out he wouldn't have been too happy nick with his diaper um, uh, <laughs> pedro you wanted to talk about the cameos oh yeah yeah so so that, another thing that I, I don't like about and this is not just this movie every movie ever since the advent of the internet it just if you google something it's going to give you all the answers right that every movie does every horror movie does that like, oh, let's go online, and there's information about everything there. Um, well, they do that here as well, because they're talking about the astral projection, right, and how you could do that. But there's a thousand fucking uh, videos on YouTube on that shit. They just so happen to find the two guys that are right. connected I to know. this fucking movie, bro. And, uh, and yeah, Lee Wanao came back, right, who's looking older, by the way. I haven't seen him in a right. while, but he looks older yeah, now. Put on um, some weight. Yes, yes. And then also the other guy that with the wrestler voice, he was also... Uh, Angus Sampson. The wrestler voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, I like him. <laughs> yes, he had, he had the Mohawk in part three. Yeah. Um, So they were cool. I mean, it was... You know, they do that for a reason, right? It's like fan sure. service. Oh, look, I know those guys. That's cool. Yeah, I know. Um, but, and, and they were also exposition, right? They, they're, they're moving the plot forward. 
but it was just so very it's very convenient and i don't like when movies do that shit you know it's like oh there's the answer you yeah. say convenient i say lazy but, the Lynn Shay cameo was fucking lazy. She shouldn't yeah. have showed up at the end. She should have showed up in the further. She should yeah. have fucking told him something or warned him early instead of showing up smiling and saying, hey, everything will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, in yeah, you think she, you know she me. scared the ghost away oh, by Lord. stomping her foot, which we all laughed at hysterically. Right. Remember in part four, she's like, you're going to go away right now. And she just stomps her foot. I do remember that. <laughs> and the ghost backs Unfortunately. up. Unfortunately. You guys remember Christ that movie a lot better than you. I Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, the cameras were cool, you. but I just didn't like the purpose of them. But I like seeing those guys, you know. Um, but again, no, just different, like, just fundamental things. Like, why the fuck are we supposed to care, you know? Sure. Rose sure. Byrne was there to cash a paycheck, nothing else. She had like two scenes in the entire movie. Yeah, I didn't have much yeah. screen time, did she? They didn't have more screen time than Lynn Shay did. Well, see, yeah, see, I was wondering if something there was some falling out in the filming between her and Patrick Wilson, you know, kind of like, I lie that shit with, um, uh, what was that movie, uh, Don't Worry Darling? All the bullshit that happened in, oh, in yeah. that, oh, that yeah. filming. I, uh, wonder, they, I wonder if there's any behind the scenes stories on this one. They, the, now the, the way social media is and everything, we probably would have been heard about that. You would think so. You would think so. But I really expected Lynn Shay to show up more in this one. Yeah. Like, cause I knew that she was in it, mm-hmm. and then I was like, that's it. Like, yeah. I mean, even as a cameo, she couldn't have shown up in the further to just add a little something to it, you know. They didn't even bring Barbara Hershey back. They just killed her off in the first They minute. showed her in a picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, she's there in that picture of her yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> Apparently, she didn't age. <laughs> Which I still don't buy as Patrick Wilson's mom, by the way. I don't know the age gap, but I'm not buying it. Well, who knows? She's had a lot of work done, so there's no doubt. <laughs> well, we don't know that. Yeah. Dad, you really hate this movie, man. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. I just watched a Dr. Phil episode on an 11 year old that was pregnant. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> All right. well, on that on that note, you think you think think we guys have covered enough on this one? Real quick, uh, Patrick Wilson is 50 years old. Okay. Barbara Hershey is 75. Oh, so. wow. okay. So All right, perfect. it works. It yeah, works. Yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. And the hippie dad never made it past old age because he died when he was uh, in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Off of a room, stuff off a building or something, right? Is that what they were saying? Yeah, he jumped off. <laughs> the insane well, asylum. How did he get up there? <laughs> the, the black swan. This movie was not, but uh, you know, at least she did have an appearance, right? Um, stalking. Uh, that was stalking. Uh, Patrick Wilson. We never found out why. I guess he was trying to give him information. Um, I guess so. He just vanished. Him, he just vanishes right? midway through the movie. <laughs> And, and again, again, the, the further, which is the big main event, the big buildup, the reason why we're there right. for it, we probably got like, what, 10 minutes of it, if that. That's you know, what they, sucked, man. They yeah. vanquished the, they vanquished the, the, the bad guys. <laughs> that really and then, sucked. Yeah. And then Lin Shay comes out and says, you got this. And then that's <laughs> And real quick, I know, I know we're trying to, I know we're trying to wrap up. I know we're trying right. to wrap up, but I just had a problem with him. Pat, Patrick Wilson waking up from his thing the okay. same time as his son yeah sure <laughs> did they get hypnotized together no no we haven't even talked about the making the wall remember maybe yeah in I'm the beginning thinking. patrick uh-huh. wilson doesn't make the wall and then okay. at the end <laughs> he has he has that picture of holding yeah. him his son 
with the little lantern. Because they have they have to they have to remember. Yes, I like that. I like the little end thing. Like, like, if you're going to have a happy ending, throw that up there. I was like, okay, that's cool. It's, it was they, more of a father-son movie. He paints over the door, and the door gets painted over in the further, and the end credit yeah. scene is the, the light comes on, that the oh. door is still there, yeah. I yeah, guess. we're going to have another one, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. We're gonna have that plenty, was it but... just in case. Okay. I want I want I want more of that very conservative uh, art teacher in the in the next movie. I th- I, th- she sh- I think she should get her own movie because that was the most that was the most fucked up thing I saw in that movie, ripping up that poor uh, that poor student. Which you know, you, alternative lifestyle stuff. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and assume just by the way he talked and he carried himself, um, and and yet this bra just ripped up his picture. Man, that was mean. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, but that's hilarious. That's <laughs> Pat, Patrick Wilson with with a statement on that Ooh, one. He snuck it in. <laughs> oh, so uh, Pedro, you got any other other stuff coming up, man? Besides, um, like you you been to any wrestling events? You got any yeah, any wrestling we, we, meetups we, coming up or anything? We had a uh, well, we just wrestling has been uh, in the news lately. They have uh, yeah, we yeah we we started recording some KLB episodes once again. Um, nice. And, and so people go 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 to iTunes. KLB should come up. Um, but yeah, no wrestling's been yeah it's been going good. So um, yeah. we're we're looking to do more episodes. But uh, other than that, no man, it's always a fun time coming here with you guys and and chopping yeah. it up on movies. Always good. And Brian, Brian, you said y'all got your technical glitches worked out yeah, on the uh, wrestling sh- uh, is up and action returns is up and uh, nice. We got we me and Nez we got something uh, something to else for you for you listeners for you patreon listeners very nice working cool and we'll be wrapping up uh hannibal over the next two weeks and then officially starting tales from the crypt and i uh, think brian you, you you said you want us to do that in uh, a, a commentary format yep you're gonna get All commentary right. on each episode another another reason to throw us a dollar a month right oh that's pretty cool <laughs> can i get There's- a dollar there's some episodes that mm. I kind of want to be a part of there because there's some classic All right. uh, tales from the crypt. I mean, the whole first season is a classic. You know, it has oh, five, five of the best uh, episodes of all time. But even in the first, in the in the later season, there's some good stuff as well. Yeah, so, yeah. It went it went for a little while on uh, HBO, right? It's an H- HBO show. Yeah, then, about but seven HBO years. HBO was HBO. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. You can find us at thehorrorreturns.com or go to our web or go send us an email at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Um, become a Patreon patron, rate us and review us on whatever you listen to, whether it be Apple Music or Podomatic or whatever. Next week, we're going to be joined by our, our good friend Tavares Ellis uh, from Student of the Speaking of Houston area guys. Tavares will be here from Student of the Game podcast. And we're talking about uh, it. Am I reading this correct, Brian? Bird Box and Bird Box Barcelona? Yep. The fuck is that all about? Like a sequel? Or is this like your understanding? Is this this is what was going on in Barcelona during the same time frame? Or you guys know uh, anything about this? Trailers and all kinds of news you can find at the, the Horror Returns on Facebook and other social media sites. Should have been caught up, Lance. I guess I'll but have yeah. to get- 
get into this that. All, yeah. This all takes place in Barcelona, and I believe the main actress, um, I can't remember her name, she was uh, the main one in uh, Barbarian. Nice. All right, cool. So uh, until the horror returns again, Philip. Good night.